L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day Savings happening now at The Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. What a title. Are you ready? Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness is in the house. I'm the man up in this piece. Jonas Knox. I don't shine shoes anymore. <laughs> Yeah, Chief, this will be good. Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of. They run through our ass like to a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. And now, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. What are you talking about? What is this, your first day on the job? Here's Jonas Knox. Get in the fast lane, Grandma. The bingo game is ready to roll. Go! Could we have some bigger issues for one team in the NFL that many people are letting on? We will get into that here coming up in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Have you ever had that buddy in a relationship who all of a sudden starts hanging out more often? I mean, he's got everything. He's got, uh, you know, somebody he's in love with, got his own place, 
uh, seemingly the perfect life. Everything is going well. He's got everything he could possibly need. So at first, when he starts hanging out, it's a surprise. I mean, it's a pleasant surprise. You're happy to see him. You know, but the fact that, you know, he's got this great life at home and he's still making a, a point to come around more often and still be loyal and still be a great friend. At first, you're thinking, man, this is awesome. It's great to have him back around. And then it starts to happen every weekend. He's calling you up on Thursday saying, hey, so what's going on this weekend? What are the plans? And you notice it starts to happen more often. And then you come to find out a few weeks later, yeah, he's got real problems at home. He just wants to get out of the house. It's a sinking ship. It's over. He's just looking for an escape. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have reached an agreement with Antonio Brown. All right. According to Adam Schefter, the deal is done. They're waiting on the, on the final uh, details, COVID protocols to be passed, but Brown is likely to make his debut in Week 9. My first thought was, man, Tampa Bay is loaded. They've got Mike Evans, and they've got Chris Godwin, and they've got Gronk, and they've got these running backs, and they've got this defense, and now they had Antonio Brown on top of it with Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. My God, Tampa Bay is loaded. And then I started to look at it like your buddy who starts to come over more and more often. You think everything's perfect at home, so it's a little bit surprising that they come back around. I'm not saying I know anything. I'm not saying I've spoken to anybody. I'm not saying I have feelers out in Tampa Bay or people out there, uh, boots on the ground, so to speak. I'm not saying any of that stuff. All I'll, I'll put it like this. Are we going to look back later on and say, oh, there was some stuff going on there behind the scenes? Yeah, this is, uh, oh, no wonder they went out and signed Antonio Brown. Okay. All right. Now it all makes it. Oh, so you got issues at home. That's why you're coming around more often. Everything's perfect at home, seemingly, but that's why you decide to come around and start to call and want to hang out more often. And I just wonder if we're going to look back on Tampa Bay and you're going to start to hear stories about, yeah, you know, maybe Tom Brady and Chris Godwin didn't really get along all that well. You know, the Jersey thing, they didn't really, you know, maybe Mike Evans and Tom Brady weren't exactly on the same page all the time. You know, I mean, maybe there was a flare up here or a flare up there because otherwise, why the move? Why bring in Antonio Brown? If everything's smooth there, if you've got weapons, why would you do this? You've got Mike Evans. You've got Chris Godwin. We were told that was the big issue for Tom Brady in New England. We were told that was the problem. And the reason why Tampa Bay made so much sense is because Tom Brady looked at him and said, man, I'd love nothing more than to throw to those two guys and all their tight ends. And on top of that, you add Rob Gronkowski as buddy. That's a perfect setup for Tom Brady. So if he chose Tampa Bay because he loved their weapons and loved what they had to offer, why the move? It, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And then to add on top of that, Antonio Brown's history. 
I mean, you want to do a documentary? I want to know the 30 for 30 on like a six to nine month run for Antonio Brown that we got to see play out on Hard Knocks when he was with the Raiders. I would love to watch the 30 for 30 or if Fox Sports wants to do a documentary or if HBO wants to wants to dig up something and have Jim Lampley narrate it for Christ's sake. Like somebody do something. I got to know what the hell was happening with Antonio Brown. Everything from cryotherapy chambers, burning his feet, um, you know, uh, all the uh, all the exploits, the music video, no more white women in 2020. I think was a, 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 a hashtag that went out for quite some time. Uh, there was that. Then there was, um, you know, uh, uh, apparently a video that was that was leaked uh, that may have been Antonio Brown in a compromised situation. Then he beat up a guy who was driving a moving vi- like all of these different things are happening. So why the move now? If you've got all these weapons and everything's so perfect, why are you bringing in Antonio Brown? Bruce Arians, the head coach, was quoted a couple of months ago. Yeah, not a fit here. Just not going to happen. Antonio Brown's not going to happen. Man, it's just not a fit. It's nice, but it's not a fit. So why now? We've seen the sports equivalent of this with the Clippers. We saw it last year. You remember they add Kawhi Leonard, they add Paul George, and everybody's thinking, oh my God, they are a championship team. We were on the we were the first show at Fox Sports Radio to have that because it broke three minutes before we went on the air. And we were talking about, oh my God, I mean, they've got to be the title favorites, and the odds started to move, and all these other things started to come out about, about the LA Clippers. And then during the season. They add in Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris, and people are looking at this team going, could you get any more loaded than they already are? I mean, you already had Paul George. You already had Kawhi Leonard. You've got Doc Rivers, who's got a championship pedigree. And you were a team that was a playoff team a year ago. You got two games against Golden State. You guys are on the rise. This is All is good in L.A. with the Clippers. And then you come to find out later, yeah, a lot of guys just didn't like each other. Reports say they didn't like the preferential treatment. Uh, Paul George and Montrezl Harrell not getting along. Blah, blah, blah. Like All of that stuff came out later. But if you recall, when they kept adding pieces during the year, there was one side of the room that was saying, man, they're just piling up. They want uh, uh, you know, unending depth. They want to make sure if anything happens, they are completely covered. And then you had the other side of the room saying, man, they're just playing keep away from the Lakers. They want to make sure those guys don't go to the Lakers. Either way, the Clippers are set up for success. And then you find out, well, maybe they added those pieces because there were some issues there. They knew, but we just didn't see it on the outside until weeks and weeks or months and months later, just like that buddy of yours that shows up out of nowhere, and you think, man, this is an awesome surprise. There's probably a reason for it. Things are probably rocky internally. I'm not saying I know anything about what is happening in Tampa Bay, but this is a curious move to me if I'm a Bucks fan or somebody looking at this. Because the reason Tom Brady chose that place over other suitors and other organizations that were interested in his services is because of those weapons. And now those weapons aren't enough? It doesn't add up to me. It just doesn't add up. There's got to be something else that's happening there. I don't know for sure, but it just feels like that. Sometimes people tell you how good things are really going weeks in advance. 
We just fail to recognize it or pay attention to it when it happens. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can uh, hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app, and you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, we are going to take you all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. We are locked and loaded. Speaking of locked and loaded, we've got Knox Locks coming up later on in the show. A winning week, rebounding from the vomit that streamed down our shirts uh, from a couple of weeks ago. So we got Knox Locks. We got guests at garbage. Pro wrestler or porn star, the prop at monster, you name it, stick it here, keep it here. We are going to be on the air until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, though, there is a situation in the NFL that I have already determined. All right, you are asking the question, many people are asking the question, I have the answer to one of the most burning, talked about questions all season long in the NFL. And we'll have that for you next year on Fox Sports Radio. My idol, Jonas Knox. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um, we are going to get into a, uh, a conversation. Listen, uh, it's real easy to solve this now. It's been a hot burning question. A lot of people have been trying to answer the question. I can actually answer the question for you. It is NFL related. That'll be coming up here in just a couple of moments from now uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. I did want to get to this, though, uh, quickly. Um, I am in a phenomenal mood. All right. Now, let me, ju- let me just say this. I'm in a phenomenal mood because the Dodgers won game three on Friday night. The Dodgers now have a two games to one series lead. And uh, as I said on on Twitter earlier this week, uh, we are now 
just two wins away from the biggest batch of crybabies on planet Earth, known as Dodger fans, who will no longer bitch and moan about 2017. So this is a wonderful show. Are it you is sure wonderful to be on the air and to be discussing this, knowing that Christmas morning is just two wins away. Just two more wins, and we can all move on. Two more wins, and we can all just kind of let go of the excuses, stop blaming the Astros. Look, you have choices in life. The Dodgers decided to spend money on players. The Astros decided to spend money at Best Buy and Ace Hardware. I don't know what to tell you. Not my issue and not my problem. All right, so you can continue to cry all you want, or you can win two more games, and we can move on with our lives. We can move, and here's the best part about it. This is the best part. It actually is a win-win situation for the LA Dodgers. It's a win-win, and here's why. If you win these two games, you can technically call yourself World Series champs. So, so it's a win-win for Dodger fans because you can technically finally say you won a World Series. But if something crazy happens, you know, and I'm not saying that this has ever happened to the Dodgers, but if they, you know, I don't know, come up short in the postseason, all right? If, if something like that happens, which again, I, it's not like they've ever done that before, you know, come up really short in the postseason. If something were to happen and they lose this series, don't even worry about it. It's a win-win. Here's why. Why the hell do you want a 60-game World Series trophy anyways? I mean, I don't even know if they hand out a trophy after 60 games. And I don't even know if you actually get a championship ring. From what I heard, and I've talked to a bunch of people, the, the thought is that instead of getting World Series rings, because it is such kind of a flimsy uh, cheese ball sort of setup to Major League Baseball this year, that instead of rings, you're actually just going to get belt buckles. All right, so, so I have heard that, that that is going to be what is going to be handed out. So it's a win-win situation for Dodger fans. If you win, you can technically call yourself World Series champs, and if you don't win and you come up short to the Tampa Bay Rays with that very small payroll next to your giant payroll and it wasn't enough so you had to go trade for the next best player because you just couldn't quite get over the hump yet again. If, if, if for whatever reason you don't win, you can just say, yeah, but well, we didn't want to win this year anyways. Why would we want to win this year? We'd like to actually, you know, get to sit in the stadium and watch that team at some point in time. And I'm not talking about the 14 people that traveled to Arlington to go watch it. I'm talking about filling up Dodger Stadium with a Dodger dog, a Modelo, show up at the second, leave in the eighth, or the third and the seventh, whatever's your prerogative, all right? And then you move on with your lives and you can celebrate a real World Series, all right? A real one. You know, not this uh, 60 game, you know, f- you know, uh, whatever they're going to call it, you know. But the belt buckles will be nice, though. They will. I, I have that on good authority that the belt buckles instead of the championship rings because, you know, it's just a 60-game season are going to be nice. So there's that. Uh, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, at...
at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All I am doing is spreading good news, positive news here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I am going to also, as we transition from all of that, which should play really well on social media, uh, I am going to transition into something in the NFL. Have you ever been gambling at a table? All right, you're sitting at a table, you're in Vegas, uh, or you're in uh, Reno, or wherever there's gambling. There, there could, you know, it could be a, a casino, uh, a riverboat casino, one that's on the water, places like that. If you've ever seen uh, uh, the great show Ozark, they got like those uh, those gambling boats, which seem awesome, but also kind of dangerous at the same time. Because if I lost, I'd just jump over the edge, anyways. But you ever been gambling at, at a table, and you say to yourself, "All right, if I get down to this." limit. If I get down to this amount of money or this many chips in front of me, I'm going to get up and leave. All right? You're not sure when the best time to leave is. You don't really have a clear-cut answer, so you try and find something that you can implement so you can get the hell out of there. Right? People do it all the time. Now, degenerate gamblers, they can't walk away. Right? They end up staying there, and then they keep going back on it, but you implement a rule, I, I will leave after this many chips are left on the table, and then I'm out. All right. Or you can't decide on where you want to go to dinner, so you flip a coin. All right. All right. Head, heads, uh, we're going to Chinese. Tails, we're going to get pizza. And so you flip a coin. Here's why I bring that up. The more I see the Philadelphia Eagles, the more I think they're going to win the NFC East. All right. Here's the problem. Nobody knows what to do with the NFC East. All right. We can talk all we want about what happened on Thursday, but we've also got another NFC East battle happening this weekend. We've got Dallas at Washington. I don't know if you've been paying close enough attention to the Dallas Cowboys, uh, but they are the diaper fire of the NFL. Their defense is atrocious, and if not for two games, two games, one of them which took an onside kick that looked like a Ouija board that nobody could seem to figure out was actually uh, uh, eligible to be picked up at that point in time on Atlanta, and the other one in which their quarterback broke his leg. All right, So they've won two games. You could argue the Dallas Cowboys should be winless on the season. You can make that argument, and there's not a lot of people that would argue with you because the Dallas Cowboys are a really bad football team. The Washington football team, not only do they not know what the hell's happening at quarterback, uh, they also don't even know uh, whether or not they're going to have a team name next year, or they may just keep it as is. And then you saw what happened with the Giants and the Eagles, but I have implemented a rule. Similar to if I get down to this chip level, I'm leaving the table. If I can't decide where, I'm gonna, where I want to go eat, I'm going to flip a coin. I've implemented a rule. Philadelphia is going to win the division, and here's why. Because they've got the best quarterback. That's it. That's it. Mystery solved, problem solved. I got you. Don't worry about it, and don't even bother thanking me. All right? They've got the best quarterback, bottom line. And you can say whatever, and, and trust me, this is somebody who before the season said Philadelphia is going to miss the playoffs, and Carson Wentz, is looking more and more like Andrew Luck 2.0. I said that before the season. I didn't buy Philadelphia. I thought their roster was overrated. They were gutted with injuries. Their O-line was in shambles as they headed into the season. And now that I'm this far, and also with the Dallas Cowboys, I had the Dallas Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. All right, I'm an idiot. I had Dallas going to the Super Bowl. But I liked Dallas up until Thursday night 
up until the last 24 to 36 hours to still win that division until I saw what I saw on Thursday night. Carson Wentz, by a mile, is the best quarterback in that division. By a mile. So I implemented the rule. Who's got the best quarterback? Philadelphia, and it's not close. They're not good. They don't have a good roster. He's going to still continue to turn the ball over because he tries to force the ball and make too many plays, and he takes sacks, and he has turn. All that's going to happen. But Philadelphia is going to win the division because they have the best quarterback in the division. And I think when it comes down to it, while everybody's looking around going, my God, is it going to be four wins, five wins, or six wins going to win the NFC? Somebody's got to win it. You're right. And that somebody's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. Because Carson Wentz, say whatever you want about the guy, he just tries his ass off to make plays. That's it. He tries his ass off to make plays. And he's talented enough and gifted enough that he's going to make enough plays that that team's going to figure it out. And then at the end of the season, when Philadelphia wins the division and they most likely win it by a half game or so, and we're going to look back and go, oh, you remember that game they tied against Cincinnati? That was actually a big deal, and that was the difference between them winning and not winning. I'm going to have to come on the air, and I'm going to have to apologize for a couple of reasons. Number one, for saying that Philadelphia wasn't going to make the playoffs. I would have to apologize for that, which I'm very well open to do. And number two, I'm going to have to apologize to Doug Peterson because at the time, I crushed Doug Peterson for playing to tie Joe Burrow and the Bengals at home instead of going for the win. He played for the tie. And as it stands right now, that could be the difference between Philadelphia winning the NFC East and Philadelphia not winning the NFC East. Fact of the matter is, Best quarterback, I've implemented the rule. Who's got the best quarterback? That's how we determine the division. Philadelphia does. Therefore, the Eagles are your NFC East champs. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to welcome in the crew. Um, open up your ears and shut your mouths for the man himself, the voice of L.A. Sports Radio, Kevin Figgers. Kevin Figgers! Uh, Jonas making friends with the L.A. Sports fan base as always. I love it. <laughs> what, what do you mean? What Was there something I said? Oh, no, that nothing, was very, never. That, that, was a positive, that was a very positive approach to things, a win-win situation, Kev. I'm just looking out for, for L.A. sports fans. That's all I'm doing. Um, it was more positive than saying, Dodger fans, your <laughs> franchise is a complete and utter failure for the last 35 years or so, and congratulations <laughs> on finally getting something. It's about a half step above that. Okay, well, listen, all I'm trying to do is provide a little bit of positivity because I, I feel like people have had uh, Dodger dog fatigue. All right, There's probably people out there that from about April to October, Dodger dogs are a weekly part of the diet. And I know that they sell Dodger dogs in supermarkets, but I don't think that they're the same. They're they not. They really don't. They yeah, really aren't. They, yeah, there, there's something about – when the person grabs it out and the foil and it's all crinkled and you're like, oh, my God, the bun's all soggy and this isn't going to be all that good. And then you go over to the condiments and you start to load it up. And next thing you know, that thing is gone. Yeah. It's over. It's a wrap. Uh, so I uh, feel like there's people out there that are bummed out about not having a Dodger dog this year. And I just want to you know, provide a little bit, a ray of sunshine now, in the Dodger Nation. You want a hot take, and this will be taken as a hot take on our local affiliate, AM570 LA Sports. Dodger dogs, not really my speed. 
Honestly, I'm more of an all-beef Dodger dog guy, if we're, if we're to be honest. They have, uh, for people who've been to Dodger Stadium, been to Dodger games, you have your original, I call the OG Dodger dog, and you have the all-beef, which is more hardier, and I think better, version of the Dodger dog, which is less popular, and probably I think should get rolled out a lot more often. Okay, have you had the spicy ones? I have not, actually. Okay, the spicy Dodger dogs are glorious. They are outstanding, and they've got real bite to them. So, so it's it's you know it's 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 legitimately spicy, and then you just determine whatever you don't even need, I don't even need top. It ha- Sometimes I'll get a Dodger dog. I don't even put anything on it. Mm. Like I can just because it's like, yeah whatever I'm I'm good with this. I don't eat hot dogs very often, so I'm good with whatever it is they're providing. The sign this- of a good dog, by the way, you don't have to put anything on it. By the way, agreed. Agreed. And as much as I like Chicago, and I like Chicago dogs, and a Chicago dog is good, mm-hmm. it's sometimes a little bit too much going on. There's just a little bit too much going on for me, personally. Uh, but that is – so you're an all-beef Dodger, so you feel like you're going to – so so it's really you that's pissing off Dodger fans. I'm not pissing them off. Yeah, you're it's right. You. I think what I said – people will take a lot more offense <laughs> to what I said than what you said. Absolutely. Forget okay. the fact that you said there might be an asterisk title and it doesn't matter oh, in a 60-game season. <laughs> Heaven forbid I talk bad about the Dodger dog. Yes. L- look, it could – look. You're gonna get a belt buckle out of it, all right? See, and, and I don't, and I don't think, and I don't think that there's worse prizes to get. Trust me, all right? There's worse prizes to get than a belt buckle for winning a World Series. Now, I'm does just, that, you know, does that belt buckle have the Dodger logo and does it spin like the old John Cena WWE title belt? Oh, that'd if, be badass. If, if that's the case, sign me up. That'd I'm all be for badass. It. I remember my mom got me a. I, I think I still have it. It was a WWF little mini championship belt that you put on a, on an actual belt. Oh yeah, I love and, those. And I've, I've got it, Scott. I got it. I, I guarantee I still have it. But I wore that thing everywhere. Nice. I mean, everywhere. And so that being said, I should probably bring that back out. That seems like it might be a good idea. But oh the, yeah, the, the you... spinner belt. The spinner belt was awesome too. That was, that was a good was look. Fun. Um, all right, uh, Chris Perfett is your technical producer here at Fox Sports. It's funny you mentioned about the Eagles because I was doing the math with my friends the other night while we were watching that game, which, as bad as it was, still a, still a more productive use of your time than other things that were going on in the world. I, I think I'll go out and say that. Yeah, but, I'm going to get to people that were complaining about that game. Yeah, Candy no, it was asses. it was still a fun. It, it, there there's some football. I, I we came up with this term GGG, good garbo game. Like it's it's not the greatest football in the world, but you know what? You're still having fun with it because there's a lot of funny stuff going on. Like. Yeah everything Carson Wentz was doing. But we figured out the math that all you really need, if, if you were really serious about this, all you really need in the NFL to win a division title is three wins and a, and a point tiebreaker. Now, those three wins would all be in division, so the Eagles and I believe the Cowboys both have outside division wins, so that kind of messes it up. But still, like we could be talking about the Eagles getting in with like four or five wins. Yeah, uh, look, I, I am. Here's my only issue with the whole bad team wins a division. It's the fact that they get to host a playoff game. That that's yeah, my real that's, issue. That's yeah, we got to see that. Look, re- crown the division champ. But if they're playing a wild card team who had a better season, or and it could even be a wild card team that beat them during the season, 
But just because they played in a tougher division, they're having to travel on the road. I think we should swap that. I think the team with the better record should actually be the home team. I don't think we just we eliminate the division champ. There's still something to it. Somebody's got to win the division. But I just don't like the idea that they're also rewarded playing in a garbage division, winning five or six games or seven games, that they're rewarded with a home game as opposed to the team with the better record who had the better season was in a tougher division and they're the ones that have to travel. Yeah, That's my only issue. We, we've seen this thing. before, too, when those division winners who just don't do well, but they, they end up winning their game against the wild card team. Like, I think it was the Panthers who were 7-8-1 and one in 2014. I forget if they yeah. win that. I think they won that one. And then there was a couple other years where, you know, teams have gotten in with less than winning records who the, have just, yeah. Seattle, the Marshawn Lynch run um, that, that shook Seattle, they were the division winner. They were hosting New Orleans, who I think won the Super Bowl the year before. Yeah, they did. But New Orleans had to travel from New Orleans to Seattle. That's a major home field advantage. And if you think about the two best home field advantages in the NFL, it's most likely New Orleans and Seattle. So not only did they have to travel to a really difficult environment, but they had to leave their environment at home, which is also one of the most difficult places to play. So they got punished twice and they had, I think they were 11 and 5 that year. I think they were they were 3 or 4 games better than Seattle was. Like that's the part that bothers me the most. Yeah. Like, I, 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 so. I think we'd be a little harsher on it that we'd be like more people be up here in their arms saying this is a disgrace we need to change something about it if it wasn't the NFC East. That is just the because the NFL they don't care as long as one of those teams the NFC East all super popular teams one of those teams is going to the playoffs. One of those teams is going to bring you in the TV money from those markets. But if this was like, say, the NFC South without Tom Brady or like the AFC South, I think people would be throwing up their arms a little bit, a little bit more. You'd see more yeah, writers I, spilling ink about it. I think. Yeah, it, it's like it's it's going to be. Look, I, I'll take any football. I'm good with it. But yeah, there, there's a lot of bad football in the NFC East. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, look who is back. Look who is back. A week ago, he grabbed his crotch and told this show to go stick itself. But it's Ryan Bershinger, your executive producer, back. He is fired up, uh, a guy who gave up completely on his L.A. Dodgers, and he is all of a sudden rejuvenated and ready to go. Bersh, what's happening? That's right. I found new energy, new life. I am a new man. It is. Yeah. Uh, I have an, uh, an extra hop to my step. And I do want to add that that Figgy's take on the Dodger dog is correct. Of course you did. You, you, you don't care about the, the belt buckle line. You want no. to go straight to the food no. because you you that's, are the DeLorean of Back right. to the Future. All you do is eat garbage mm-hmm. and, and you never gain weight and you perform at a high level. So what are your thoughts on the Dodger dog, Ryan Bershinger? You do have to spring for the all-beef Dodger dog. It's only a couple extra bucks, but it has it has good snap to the dog. It, it is <laughs> Uh, it is tastier, and uh, uh, it does beg the question too. If uh, if that one is all beef, then what is the normal Dodger dog? Uh, I've been asking well. that for years, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I'd like to not know. Uh, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I would. I would like to. Uh, yeah, I, I. It's like you know. I, I know how I was made. Uh, I don't actually want to go back in time and see it happen. You know, like I, I'm good. Like yeah. I, I don't need to. I don't need to, all the details there. Good but point. no, that's a yes. that's a fair point. The all beef Dodger dog, the way to go mm-hmm. because it's got more snap. Yes, you are such a blowhard <laughs> when it comes to food. It's it. You should really be working at Food Network, oh. where every time mm-hmm. they bite into something, got it's got a little bit of texture. You can feel the crunch, <laughs> some sweet. It's what are you talking Talk about? about? Math mouth feel. It just like oh. <laughs> 
God. Uh, but that's but that's Ryan Bershinger. So Thank he you. is back uh, and fired up, and the whole crew will be here until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, Jonas Knox here on FSR. Uh, coming up next, um, somebody in the world of football broke my heart. I'm not even making that up. They broke my heart. We will get into that next here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Kevin Figures. All right, Jonas, the Dodgers took a 2-1 lead in the World Series with a 6-2 win over the Rays on Friday night. Walker Buehler, another dominant playoff start for the Dodgers. He allowed one run on three hits while striking out 10 batters in six innings of work. Charlie Morton, who previously had only allowed one earned run through three playoff starts, was roughed up for five runs on seven hits, including a home run to Justin Turner. Game four will be on Saturday night at 8 o'clock Eastern on Fox. News out of the NFL, according to a report from ESPN, the Buccaneers and veteran receiver Antonio Brown have reached an agreement on a one-year contract pending COVID-19 clearance. Should the transaction stand, Brown is expected to make his debut in Week 9 against New Orleans. And in college football, the Big Ten season is underway. Friday night, number 14, Wisconsin dominated Illinois 45-7. Badgers quarterback Graham Metz was 20-21 of passing and threw five touchdown passes on the night. Back to Jonas Knox. Thanks, Kev. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, Coming up in uh, 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we'll have another edition of Do You Care? All right, things from around the world of sports that have been hot topics. We will give you the brutal truth about all of them and beyond. That coming up here 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Nick Saban. And I love Nick Saban. He's one of my favorite uh, coaches, peer, favorite coaches in sports. Um, but he's also one of my favorite personality in sports because he's a total red ass. But I think he's got everybody fooled because there's no way he lands the recruits that he does with the personality that he gives off publicly. It just doesn't happen. There's no way he's as good at TV as he is when he does it if he's just that miserable of a guy that everybody assumes Nick Saban is. And Nick Saban was quoted in a conversation with ESPN as saying the following, quote, it used to be that good defense beats good offense. Good defense doesn't beat good offense anymore. It's just like last week. And he talked about the game against Georgia. It used to be if you had a good defense, other people weren't going to score. You were always going to be in the game. And I'm telling you, it ain't that way anymore. He also went on to say that he doesn't like it, but it's just the way of the land and it's how things go. That breaks my heart because I grew up on defensive football. All right. If you rooted for any team in the NFC Central, all right, the NFC Central back in the day, old school Bears, Packers, Vikings, Lions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you grew up on that brand of football, all it was was defense and running the ball. And so I have a soft spot in my heart for defense. And the fact that Nick Saban, a guy who has made his his bread and butter is defense, that he's pretty much thrown up his hands and said, you know what? The train is coming. I can either stand on the tracks or I can get off and just say, all right, this is, I'm going to wait until this passes, and hopefully I'm able to get back out there once it leaves. The fact that he is telling you it's over, defense doesn't be good offense anymore, it's over, that breaks my heart. That's alarming to me 
Because I know people like these high-scoring games. I know you like the Big 12. I know you like these big shootouts. There's something to defense. You can like all you want a 10-9 to baseball game. Man, give me 2-1. to Give me 3-2. to I'm good with that. Pitching, defense, maybe you can look at it and say it's not that, it's not as exciting. Man, just enjoy it. For You need variety. You need variety in your diet. And there's been too much up and down the field, bad tackling, uh, 30, 40, 50-point games. And the fact that it's been happening in the SEC, I chalked it up to, hopefully, this is just early part of the season in a pandemic. And Nick Saban's telling you, no, no, this is just the way it's going to be. So the only hope is that we see what happened in 2018 happen again. You remember in 2018, the Monday night game between the Chiefs and the Rams, in which there was like 105 points scored? It was it was bananas, absolute bananas. It was in L.A., it was, uh, you know, there were all the fires that were going on at that time. There was there was a shooting locally in Thousand Oaks where, where the Rams practice and their facility was. And so it was kind of a – and then you had this game, and it was, a sh- it was 50 points apiece, and it was wild. And that was on Monday Night Football. That same Rams team went to the Super Bowl and scored three. And I enjoyed the game against the Patriots in the Super Bowl more than I enjoyed the shootout because there's something to good defense. And it's so rare to find now. I thought we were just in a phase. But according to Nick Saban, this is just the way of the land. Welcome to your new normal. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, coming up next. We are going to get to the bottom of several hot topics that have been fed to you throughout the course of the week. It's another edition of Do You Care? Don't go anywhere. That's next here on FSR. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. 
Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, top of next hour, we will have the Week 7 edition of Knox Locks here on FSR. Um... Bounce back week a week ago, bounce back week, but two egregious mistakes made by me on Knox Locks, but I'm feeling good about this week. So we will have that for you here. Uh, Your chance to potentially make some money. Either you can bet uh, with me or against me. Either way, you're going to make money. That'll be coming up here 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, it is time for something we do on the show called this. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? I don't care. And for that, we turn it over to executive producer Ryan Bershinger to find out what the hell people have been talking about. Bersh? Daniel Jones fell over himself on what would have been a long TD run on Thursday night. Jonas, do you care? Yeah, I do. I love it. Right, and here's why. I'm going to defend Daniel Jones. Dude was hustling. And who hasn't made that mistake where you end up running too fast because you, you're, you're bot, you're, the top half is uh, a little bit out in front or a little bit behind and the bottom half, like, look, it happens. He was probably gassed out. He's never run that far on a football field in his life. He was hustling, and he made a mistake, and he fell out. Big deal. You know the problem is you get a bunch of people on, on Twitter who like to make fun of Daniel Jones. Here's the facts. If that were you, your fat ass would have fallen at the 50-yard line. And you want to know how I know that? Because my fat ass would have fallen at the 40. That's how I know. Daniel Jones, you're fine. It was a hell of a play, and I still am not ready to throw out Daniel Jones as being a bust in the NFL. Next. Des Bryant is expected to join the Ravens practice squad. Jonas, do you care? I actually do. Because Des Bryant it. at one time was I, I don't want I don't want to say he was the best wide receiver in the NFL, but he was dominant, man. He was really, really good. And then it just slowly fell apart in Dallas. If he can come back and he tried to come back uh, with New Orleans either last year or the year before and he suffered the Achilles injury, if he can come back and be somewhat productive for the Baltimore Ravens, I think it's a great story. Next Mookie Betts stole a game, uh, stole a base in game one, and everyone gets free tacos. Jonas, do you care? No, I don't. Why? I don't care. I, I just don't care. Uh, honest to God, free, free, because he stole a base. Like, what? What does one have to do with the other? On like, if the, if this was Taco Fall who scored ten points, well, his name's Taco. I get it. What does a stolen base have to do with tacos? And where are the tacos from? Is it from Taco Bell? That's right. Yeah, the Doritos Locos tacos from Taco Bell. Aren't they like removing stuff off the menu? They have been, yeah. It's very unfortunate. They're streamlining the menu. What have they they removed off the menu? I haven't been to Taco Bell in years. Uh, Every potato item for one. Oh, thank God. Who wants potatoes from Taco Bell? <laughs> Honest to God. That's like getting sushi from 7-Eleven. A lot of different tacos and burritos they've, they've removed from the value menu and stuff like that. <laughs> you sound like somebody shot your dog. It's very Jesus. unfortunate. I don't like relax? it. relax? It's Taco Bell. Come on, Bursh. You live in Southern California. There's good Mexican food everywhere. Not, man, just not in Thousand Oaks where we live, but, you know, in other places. Exactly. Uh, next. 
Ratings for Game 1 of the World Series were a record low, but still higher ratings than each game of the NBA Finals. <laughs> Jonas, do you care? Yeah, I do, because it oh, yeah, pisses off it, NBA fanboys. I love it so much. They get so worked up and so pissed off. They it. just can't understand. What do you mean nobody watches? Our-? Like, come on, man. It's okay. Take the L. All right? It's not a big deal. That's another reason why uh, the Lakers didn't actually win a championship, because nobody saw it. Next! Universal announced that the 11th Fast and Furious film will be the final installment in the franchise. Jonas, do you care? No, I don't, man. I've never seen one. I swear to God, I've never seen one. One Fast and Furious. Swear to God. Like, I I wouldn't know the difference between Fast and Furious and the Spice Girls movie. Swear to God. I have never seen one. I have no interest in seeing one. Uh, nothing about that. Like, what what is the premise of the movie? It's about cars, right? Yeah, there was some street racing in the beginning, and then it turned into uh, like war and tanks and stuff. All right, cool. You want to do yourself a favor? Go back in time and watch Cannonball Run with Burt Reynolds. Be an adult and watch Cannonball Run, please. It's another edition of Knox Locks. Either way, you're going to make money. You either trust me and you take my bets, or you don't trust me. You think I'm terrible and you bet against me. Either way, one side of the room wins. We've got the Week 7 edition coming up here in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are hanging out with us here. We appreciate you doing so as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for for a free rate quote. So, week six, two egregious errors on my end. Absolutely egregious. And, well, one of them I actually should get some credit for. So, a week ago, coming off a one and three week, and you're probably at, well, why one and three? Why not one and four? Well, because, you know, the fifth game was supposed to be Patriots and Broncos. Well, because that game got moved around and shuffled, I stuck with the bet. And New England was a nine-point favorite. And it's amazing. We went from Sunday night football against the Seattle Seahawks, and we saw Cam Newton uh, going up and down. And we thought to ourselves, my God, uh, the the New England Patriots in this offense, and Cam's going to get a big money free agent deal. And the conversations were about, would you sign Cam Newton now to that free agent deal because of how well he's played? And now you fast forward a few weeks, And there's real concerns. Cam Newton's calling himself out. They don't look all that hot. And for whatever reason, I took the Patriots minus nine a week ago against the Denver Broncos, and I lost. Clearly lost. They held them to all field goals, and still I lost that game. Uh, I was able to hit on the Eagles plus 10 against the Baltimore Ravens. I felt really good about that game, was able to hit on that. Maybe the lock of the year, as far as I'm concerned, the Steelers, a a 3.5-point favorite, hosting the banged-up Browns. I can't even believe that line was at 3.5, so I was able to hit on that. Sunday night football, the 49ers plus 3.5 at home against the Rams. That was a win. And then maybe more egregious than the game between New England and Denver. I actually bet the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. I did that. There's a lot of people that won't acknowledge that or won't admit to it. I will. I'll say it. Yeah, I did it. I bet it. And I fell into a trap that a lot of people fall into. You just continue 
to roll and have a bias towards whatever your your initial feeling about a game was, you just you continue to roll with it or a team. I thought Dallas was going to be the best team in the NFC. I thought they were going to a Super Bowl before the season. And even after losing their quarterback, I still liked Dallas on Monday Night Football. And they weren't close. It was terrible. They're one of the worst defenses I've seen in a long time. And that's not even being exaggerating. They're one of the worst defenses I've seen in a long time. And you got all these other stories that are now coming out there. And it just goes to show you, if everything is telling you your initial opinion is wrong, stop fighting it. Stop being stubborn. Just acknowledge you, you goofed and you messed it up. I, I, I bring this story up all the time. Super Bowl forty eight. Super Bowl forty eight, which I believe was the Super Bowl between the Seattle Seahawks and the Denver Broncos. It was it was Super Bowl forty seven or forty eight. But in that Super Bowl, I went into that thinking Denver was gonna roll. I like Peyton Manning, I like Denver. And instead of while the game was happening, acknowledging that Denver's getting annihilated and Seattle's going to win the Super Bowl, instead of just like paying attention to what my eyes are telling me, I continued to double down. And so I was in-game betting, and I was like, I continued because I just thought, no, 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 no. This is all going to fix itself. Don't worry, everybody. This is all going to... And between in-game bets and prop bets and the actual bet on the game, I'm not even exaggerating when I tell you this. I was 1-17. in I made 18 bets on that Super Bowl. I got one right. No exaggeration. I have the piece of paper somewhere with proof. Terrible. So with all of that, which should do nothing but increase your confidence in me that I know how to pick winners, it's time for week seven. Hey, lock it. Let's lock in. And now, and now, Knox Locks. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Browns and Bengals. I mean, I picked against the Browns to get to three and two last week, you know, and because of that, I'm two games over 500 on the season. So why don't I just come back around where the Cleveland Browns are a three-point favorite at the Bengals. It's a 1 p.m. Eastern time kickoff. And why don't I just go ahead and make amends and take Cleveland here? And I will. I like Cleveland here. People do realize the Browns are four and two, right? I mean that that is that is something that that is out there. People have acknowledged or do understand the Browns are four and two. I can't remember a team with a winning record taking more heat over one loss in a long time. It's crazy. You you'd think the it was the old Browns. First of all, they were banged up. That was part of the reason why I picked against Cleveland a week ago. Baker Mayfield was banged up. Uh, uh, Odell Beckham was dealing with injuries. Jarvis Landry apparently is always it. Like, they were banged up, man. And they were on the road against a Steeler team that's rolling. And Ben Roethlisberger, who's always had a ton of success against him. So, yeah, there were there, you, you can't just take it, that game and just, oh, my God. there are, Like, you would have thought that we were all of a sudden talking about the 0-16 Browns again. I mean, I, I don't understand it. I think the Browns are healthier this week. I think they're pissed off. And I think they take that top-ranked rushing attack, and I think they grind it 
and grind out a win against a Bengals run defense that's eighth worst in the NFL. I picked against Cleveland a week ago. I'm coming back and picking Cleveland this week. I like the Browns minus three. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Steelers at tight ends. Speaking of that game from a week ago, this is Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern time. The Steelers are a one-and-a-half-point underdog. Tennessee, the one-and-a-half-point favorite. This pick scares the hell out of me. I repeat, and I'm getting out in front of this now, this pick scares the hell out of me. I'm terrified of it because I have very little confidence in it. But I will take Pittsburgh. I am just not sold on Tennessee. I'm not. I know it's a great story. The Tannehill stuff is awesome. It's great. But outside of the Bills game, which was a weird circumstance and a Tuesday game, and it was odd, and the Bills kind of didn't know if they were going to be playing and who they were, all of that's outside of the Bills game, look at their other wins. Denver, the opening Monday night, and they win by a field goal. Jacksonville after that, and they won by a field goal. Minnesota after that, and they won because of a field goal. And then the Houston Texans last week, and Tennessee doesn't win that game if Houston converts on the two-point conversion in what was for some reason controversial, even though I thought Romeo Cornell made the right decision. Look, Tannehill's awesome. Derrick Henry's great. But that defense is concerning. Bottom five in the league, run defense. Bottom seven in pass defense, and they have the third fewest sacks in the NFL. You want to know why Tennessee was in a bidding war for Jadeveon Clowney before the season that late in the game? Because they recognized, we can't rush the quarterback. We got problems. This isn't working. I've been wrong on the Titans so far this year. Maybe I'll be wrong again, but I cannot pass up the Steelers being an underdog Getting a point and a half on the road. I'll take Pittsburgh plus a point and a half. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Buccaneers at Raiders. Tampa Bay is a three and a half point favorite at the Raiders. This is tentatively set for Sunday at 4.05 p.m. Eastern time. Obviously, it was the Sunday night game. It got moved around. All the other COVID stuff out there that uh, that, that many NFL writers are, are still, for some reason, stuck in March and writing about COVID as opposed to the games that are actually happening. But never mind all that. Never mind all that. The Raiders' weird week, the players dealing with the COVID, I think it's advantage Tampa Bay. That and they're a better team than Las Vegas, period. There was a lot made of the Thursday night loss to the Bears for the Bucks, but we may look back on that as the turning point of the season. And forget about Tom Brady for a second, because Brady's getting all the headlines, and it's all about the offense, and then they sign Antonio Brown. Forget about Tom Brady for a second. The defense is nasty. This is now two years going. You can't run on them. You've got minimal success through the air, and they get after the quarterback. Add to that their ability to force turnovers. I think the Bucs take advantage of a Raiders team that's been distracted all week and a Raiders team that, let's be honest here, they were kind of feeling themselves before the bye week. 
They beat the Chiefs in Kansas City, and there was a report that John Gruden made the bus take a detour before it headed to the airport, and they they uh, did a victory lap around the stadium in Kansas City a couple of times. They were kind of feeling themselves. So because of that, and all of that being said, I like the Buccaneers minus three and a half. Wear them out. Let's go all day. 49ers and Patriots. New England, a two-point favorite. This is a 425 Eastern time kick on Sunday. It was a great win for Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers last week. A lot of loud mouse uh, shooting off about Jimmy Garoppolo and should they move on and let's get rid of him. Great win for the 49ers. If you believe in momentum, that sure does feel like a get-right game and the 49ers are back. But I think they're in trouble. I think they're in for it this week against a New England team that was embarrassed at home with a loss to a team that kicked six field goals. Cam Newton called himself out. I have not been good. He called himself out. And guess what? He's he's right. Outside of that Seattle game, what have they really done well? What is What have they done on offense well? Bill Belichick called his team out. And the one thing Belichick said after last week was they need to practice. This is going to be the most normal week New England has had in almost a month. I think they get back on track against a gutty Niners team, but a gutty Niners team that is still really, really banged up. I like the Patriots minus two. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Bears and Rams. Monday night football at SoFi in Los Angeles. And the Rams are a six-point favorite. I like the Bears here. I keep asking the question, are we sure the Rams are good? Honestly, are we sure the Rams are good? And I am asking that as someone who picked the Rams to be a playoff team before the year started. I said they were going to be a wild-card team. I said it was going to be a bounce-back year. Uh, I said uh, the Rams are much better than people are giving them credit for. They're making last year uh, uh, feel like they were 2-14. and 14. They were still a winning football team a year ago. But as I said last week, the Rams have four wins on the season. The Cowboys, the Eagles, the Giants, and Washington. Sound familiar? It's the armpit fart of the NFL, the NFC East. Those are all the Rams' wins. Don't get me wrong. I don't think the Bears are great. But I think these teams are more evenly matched than what the spread says. And Chicago was in command most of last week against the Panthers on the road that had all sorts of momentum. It's too many points to pass up. I think the Rams win the game, but I like the Bears getting the six. And that is your Week 7 edition of Knox Locks. Knox. Well, I'll tell you what I know. It's the dumbest bet I ever heard of. That's got one and four written all over it. Tell you right now, guaranteed one and four. Uh, all right, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, coming up next, um, somebody came out and blasted one of the most popular athletes on the planet. Blasted him. You will hear those comments. This is as ruthless as it gets. That's coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Do not trust me. Do not rely on me. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? 
If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up in, uh, we'll call it 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we are going to have another edition of Guess That Garbage. If you've never heard the game before, it is Radio Gold. It is basic NFL trivia. All right. It is the hottest NFL trivia game anywhere on sports radio. And for whatever reason, you guys are terrible at it. These are easy questions. They're all relating to things that have happened in the NFL over the past several days. If you've been paying close attention to the NFL, this should not be a problem for you. But you guys get on the stage, you get nervous, and then things start to unravel. All right. So if you've got the balls, if you've got the guts, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Uh, guess that garbage coming up here uh, just uh, about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, by the way, um, Kevin Figures, uh, somebody did reach out to you. Uh, you had a hot take that really, really pissed off Dodger fans. I mean, you, nothing that I said, but what your hot take about the all-beef Dodger dog, that you have to go all-beef, and and sort of the plain Dodger dog you just don't even mess with. Correct. Okay. Guy writes in and says, although I agree with you, there's something about those Dodger dogs. Not sure if it's nostalgia, but I choose them over the all-beef. So I think what he's getting at is that maybe you've become a little bit too much of a high roller to have the standard Dodger dog. I mean – Sure. I mean, am I going to deny the fact that I may have my pinky in the air as I'm eating my all-beef hot dog? Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Yeah, and you know what? That's your pinky. You can do whatever the hell you want with it. Exactly. Right? Yeah, like, and you know, like, there's a lot of ways I could have taken that that I just <clears> didn't do. I refused to do that. Remember back in the day they used to sell the, God, what the hell were they called? They were chili dogs, but the chili was inside the hot dog. Remember oh, those? I do remember those. And, and yeah, it. 
and they were, they just didn't taste like chili. I forget. No. I don't even know. I don't know if they still make those, but back like there were the ones that had cheese inside of them. Yes, and then also the one and the cheese would like come out. It was very very. It would bizarre. ooze out when you yeah. would bite into it. Yes. Yeah. So the cheese, and then you had the chili. God, do they still make those? I don't know. I I kind of hope not. Oh, man, you know our guy Angel, who uh, who uh, works the supermarkets in the middle of the night in Arizona. Sometimes he calls in when he's not too cool for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if he stocked those recently because I would love. I, I would just speaking of nostalgia, I would love to get one of those just to see if it's as bad as I remember it. Yeah, because I I don't remember them being very good. But there are certain people I I get our our guy who tweeted the point. You know, sometimes you eat or drink things for the pure nostalgia purpose of it. You know, yeah. maybe if you if you hearken back to your glory days when you were in college and you love having yourself a natty light or two, you may think it's trash now when you're thirties or forties. But maybe you everyone now and then on a weekend you go back and want to hearken back to your glory days. Yep, I get I it. Agree. Yeah, uh, it's just yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, so so I we've got to find out though. Do the they still make those hot dogs that have the chili inside of them? I'm te- because they were not good, but it was like it, it it was like the greatest invention of all time. Oh yeah, you at know? the time you're like, this oh, is amazing. Oh It was like when they when they first came out with peanut butter and peanut butter and jelly in the same jar together, <laughs> right. and you're like, oh my god, I don't have to smear it and and rip the bread apart anymore. It all comes together. Like it was one of the most novel creations at the time. And I just remember we got it, and and the first time I had it, I I was like, oh, this is cool. In the back of my mind, I'm like, this tastes bad. There's yeah. something off about this chili here. So yeah, it was good in theory. Yeah, that was a good idea. Just the execution wasn't all that great. Uh, all right, so uh, Jonas Knox, uh, Fox Sports Radio, he is Kevin Figures. If you also disagree with Kev, at KFig1, uh, he is ready for your hate tweets on Dodger Dogs. So there's uh, there's that. Uh, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Guess that garbage coming up here uh, in less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, <laughs> this is some brutal... Brutal commentary. All right. So there was a uh, there was a survey that was conducted by the Athletic. All right. So the Athletic does this survey, and um, they talk to agents of NBA players, and they ask them their thoughts about LeBron. Now this is all anonymous, um, so none of the names were released. But one agent uh, he went a little strong on LeBron James. And this is from The Athletic. Quote, LeBron James, transcendent talent, but an over-choreographed public image and off-the-court persona. Too obviously rehearsed and planned, not genuine, an obsession with creating a legacy instead of letting the legacy create itself. Another agent said... Terrific player, but an insatiable ego. <laughs> All right. Um, they're right. I, I don't know. You know, uh, it's it's true. I mean, like, I I can't argue with with anything of what they just said. It's been my one critique of LeBron James that he tries way too hard. He just tries too hard instead of it just being natural. And just he just he tries too hard. And th- after they won the Western Com, what was he sitting on the court by himself and made sure the camera was looking at him? It's just tries so hard. 
and that's been the big issue. With, and and this isn't about his his beliefs or his political beliefs. I don't like whatever those are. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. You're a Democrat, a Republican, an Independent, uh, be whatever a gargoyle. I c- couldn't care less. Whatever you feel, that's fine. I'm I'm not into the politics, but. He just tries way too hard to present himself in a way that comes across as a little bit of a phony. I'm I'm sorry. And I think there's more people that actually feel this way, but maybe they don't speak out about it. There's more people that probably feel this way in the NBA, but they don't say anything because how much pull and how much power he's got with the league and with clutch sports and with all these players and, and they probably don't say anything. When he got up to walk out of the bubble because uh, the Milwaukee Bucks had a protest and he got angry that the Bucks had a protest and they weren't unified, I remember saying at the time, well, no, no, he was just pissed off because they did it first and they got the attention. And then after they were on a conference call and everything seemed to be resolved, he grabbed the phone and started talking for about 10 minutes and people were looking around in the room going, what is this guy doing? We already got this squared away. He just tries too hard. Honestly, he tries too hard. And it doesn't make him a bad guy. It doesn't make him, you know, a, a, a terrible human being because I do actually think he's he's a good dude and he's done a lot of amazing things and he's done a lot of amazing things to help people. So it's it's not saying he's a bad guy. But sometimes he just tries way too hard, and that's why it rubs people the wrong way. So when an anonymous source comes out and says this, you can push back on it and say, well, that guy's just a hater. Okay. Or he's speaking what a lot of people in and around the NBA feel about LeBron, but they don't have the balls to actually say it. Not that this guy had the balls because he's anonymous, but they don't actually have the guts to come out and say it uh, straight up that LeBron James tries a little bit too hard and comes off insincere. So, and uh, that will conclude our coverage of the NBA here on this show. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, Coming up next, we are going to play the hottest NFL trivia show anywhere on sports radio. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Guess that garbage is yours next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Kevin Figures. All right, Jonas, a game three of the World Series went in favor of the Dodgers as they notched a 6-2 win over Tampa Bay. Justin Turner with a home run. Mookie Betts, two hits, an RBI, and two stolen bases as L.A. roughed up the previously dominant Charlie Morton for seven hits and five earned runs in just over four innings of work. Meanwhile, for the Dodgers, Walker Buehler pitched six innings of three-hit ball. He struck out ten. Dodgers now have a 2-1 series lead with Game 4 scheduled for tonight at 8 Eastern on Fox. Want to know what's really scary? Seeing just how much you could have been saving on car insurance by switching to GEICO. It'll keep you up at night. Switch to GEICO and save. The Big Ten kicked off their football schedule on Friday at number 14, Wisconsin. Mollywop, Illinois, 45-7 as freshman quarterback Graham Mertz completed 20 of his 21 pass attempts for 248 yards and five touchdowns. In the NFL, the Buccaneers and receiver Antonio Brown have agreed to a one-year contract, while the Saints will be without receivers Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders this weekend against Carolina. Back to Jonas Knox. Thanks, Kev. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, Coming up in, we'll call it 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, It is very apparent 
somebody in the NFL is really, really bothered by something. All right, so it, it is very apparent. Somebody in the NFL has told you how you can get to them. Uh, we will have that for you here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Before we get into uh, Guess That Garbage here on Fox Sports Radio, uh, Kev, how about this? We ask and we receive. What were those hot dogs from back in the day that had the chili inside of them? Okay. And our guy Rob in Minnesota sent over a picture. They're called Frankenstuff. All right. You remember the Frankenstein? <laughs> I'm looking at the photo now. It's yes. amazing. Wow. It's amazing. And 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 maybe this wasn't just a Halloween thing that, <laughs> that and and our our senses just picked up, you know, God, yeah, this was about the time that we remember. But yeah, they were called Frankenstuff. I don't know if they still exist, but I swear to God, if they still exist, I'm buying them. I, I I am buying them, and we are going to eat those just to see if they're as bad as we remember. Yeah, just based off of the image, it looks like the package of something that would destroy my stomach if I ate one. This one oh, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the feel, the vibe I'm getting from it. Yeah, it, it, so those are amazing. So I will go ahead. I will retweet, uh, retweet that uh, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. But Frankenstuff, mm. old school, uh, back in the day, uh, you couldn't afford to go out to eat. Family didn't make a lot of money. Uh, you had to make ends meet, and so you would buy those for like a dollar nineteen a pack, and that way you didn't have to pay for a can of chili. I feel uh, we but, should make some and then give them to Ryan Bershinger, who has the stomach of steel, and if he can survive through it, then we know we're good to go. Oh, yeah. Hey, Bursch, you don't remember those, do you? You don't remember Frankenstuff's, do you? No, I've never tried it. Uh, something I would, you, yeah, of course some, you would. Of course yeah. you would. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, come on. I mean, what, what are we? What are we talking about here? You'd eat, you'd eat a sewer rat if it had Chipotle on it. Like, come on. That could work. It's disgusting. All right, uh, it's time for this. Oh my God! Ah! What the hell is that smell? These two teams flat out stink. Stinks. It always has stunk. He stinks. This stinks. He stunk. Welcome to the party, baby. How's that? It's Guess That Garbage. You bet your ass every single week here on Fox Sports Radio. We play this game. We go around the country, and we see who out there knows their NFL trivia. And so uh, let's go ahead and let's get it started here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, And let's go to Bob, who's in Bowling Green here on FSR. Bob, what's happening? Hey, what's up, brother? I'm just at work. Nice. Uh, where do you work, Bob? I'm a security officer. Oh, nice. Well, uh, we appreciate uh, you uh, you working and, and hanging out with us here, and I uh, hope things are safe there, and uh, we appreciate all your, uh, your hard work and your grind, man. Thanks so much. Well, partner, you're welcome. Tomorrow night will be bourbon and RC night. Oh, okay. Bourbon and RC. You know, RC was my favorite cola growing up when I was a kid. My not even, like, Hands down, RC was the best. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a wild turkey man, wild uh, rare breed and uh, RC, and I'm happy. You know, I'll be honest with you. When I was a child uh, drinking RC, I never thought to put wild turkey in it. I don't know why. Gobble gobble. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, it would would have made a lot of uh, a lot of days go by a lot easier. Uh, it's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke, kids. Everybody relax. We're just having fun in the middle of the night during a pandemic. All right, so here we go. Uh, Bob in Bowling Green. Uh, let's go ahead and get it started. Bob, now you saw Thursday Night Football. You saw that Daniel Jones 80-yard run. You said everyone was making fun of him. They were bullying Daniel Jones on the Internet. Did you see that, Bob, by any chance? I, ha- I had to work, but I did see it uh, the, on uh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So, And, and really, the run, it, it, it's just sort of a, a, a transition into my question for you because I want to know. 
Who leads all quarterbacks in rushing yards this season? Uh, Lamar for Baltimore. That is a good guess. Uh, it is incorrect, though. Uh, the correct answer would be Kyler Murray. Not this time. And Kyler Murray is your rushing leader at the quarterback position uh, in the NFL this season. Uh, but listen, Wild Turkey and RC, hey, who knows? Could be onto something. Uh, let's go to uh, Aaron in Las Vegas listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Aaron, what's happening? How you doing, sir? Good, just hanging out. What are you doing, Aaron? What's going on, man? How's Vegas? Uh, I'm at work. Uh, I work in a grocery store. I'm stocking shelves right now. I had a little update for your uh, hot dog thing. Oh, okay. Uh, talk to me. Talk to me, Aaron. What do we got? They don't sell. They don't have the chili dogs, but they do have the ones with cheese in them, which is just as gross. <laughs> Wait, what <are> you <laughs> hold on? Okay. So, so now is it what? What's the bread that's got the cheese inside the hot dog? Hang on, give me one second. Okay, this, this is—I mean, you talk—you talk. I mean, look, there's some people who get like you know people that are in the Hall of Fame. You know, we get we get our Hall of Fame. We get the people working in the middle of the night who can answer questions that come to our heads uh, here on the air. Uh, this is amazing. You, you talk about it. okay. We've got uh, Oscar Mayer okay. uncured cheese dogs, which have the—you can see the cheese actually inside the casing. Okay. And then also we have Bar F brand jalapeno and cheddar hot wings. Okay, well that's it. That's an interesting development. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I had uh, we we were wondering what else you got there. Um, they're probably just as gross as those chili dogs. I remember yeah, those chili no, dogs. I'm, I'm 40 years old, so I remember those chili dogs. Yeah, you you remember that you bit into them and you were like, oh, I'm not so certain that's chili. You know, it's just like, yeah. you know, yeah, just <laughs> it, very, very weird how that was packaged. But nonetheless, well, we appreciate the update, uh, Aaron. Hey, you want to you wanna try and answer this question for us? Sure. All right, so here's the uh, question we got. So you, obviously the Philadelphia Eagles are dealing with a bunch of injuries here. Um, and so Travis Fulgham has come on as a target for Carson Wentz. So my question for you is multiple choice. I want you to listen to all the options before you take your guess here. Which Conference USA school was Travis Fulgham drafted out of? Here are your options. It was either Marshall, Louisiana Tech, Florida Atlantic, Old Dominion, or Old English. I'm going to say Old Dominion. Aaron, you are money. That is correct. Look at you, man. I mean, you talk that, – that, that's how it's done. He's, he's busting his ass in the middle of the night. He calls in for an update on some crummy chili dog from, like, the 1980s. And then he answers the old Dominion question here on Guess That Garbage. Round of applause for Aaron in Las Vegas. Aaron, we appreciate it, man. Uh, uh, thanks for calling in. Uh, thanks for taking the time to listen. And, uh, you know, hope you uh, finish off uh, there at work well and get home safe and then have a good weekend, man. Good stuff. Uh, all right, Paul is in Asheville, North Carolina, joining us next year on Guess That Garbage here on Fox Sports Radio. Paul, what's happening? Hey, what's up, Jonas? How you doing, bud? Uh, good, man. What do you got going on? What are you drinking, Paul? Uh, you know, man, part of the beauty of living in Appalachia is buddy-buddy with a, these backwood rednecks and getting some good old homemade moonshine, man. So sitting on the back porch drinking some apple pie moonshine. Nice. Well, at least, at least you're nice to them. You don't call them names on national radio or anything. You know, I'd hate for that to happen. Yeah. 
They're probably not listening to me. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Fair enough. Uh, all right. So uh, so here we go. So let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, and get this going here. Um, it's about Ezekiel Elliott. All right. It's a true or false question about Ezekiel Elliott. All right. So here we go. True or false? Ezekiel Elliott has more fumbles than rushing touchdowns this season. Is that true or false? I'm going to go with true, Jonas. That is incorrect. No, that is false. False. I mean, almost. He, he almost does. Uh, but unfortunately, that is, uh, that is false. Uh, he has uh, one more rushing touchdown than he does a fumble. So that is false. Uh, all right. So a couple more to go here. And uh, let's go to Kim, who is in Tampa, listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Kim, what's happening? Oh, just driving back home, driving down the road here. Um, just, okay. hey, you see, I, mean, I heard you mention something about, you know, LeBron. I just got off the phone a couple hours ago with one of my best friends up in East Liverpool, Ohio. Uh, we're going to a reunion. Uh, Drew Joyce, that was LeBron's high school coach. He was my uh, wide receiver in football. He never played basketball. So, he, you know, Drew Joyce, he's a good guy. But uh, he said a lot of things about LeBron when he was in high school. But I'm not going to get into that. Well, hey, uh, listen, it, you know, it's, 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 hey, I've never met LeBron. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's a fine human being. Just, you know, it appears that he tries a little bit too hard sometimes. Yeah, I, I've you seen know? him once when he was in high school because he played my old school, East Liverpool, you know, Akron, St. Vincent. Yeah. Uh, played, yeah, but that, that's about it. I mean, I don't know. But Drew Joyce, his coaches, he was, uh, he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, well, Kim, uh, I've got a, a question for you here. Um, you know, I mean, uh, it's pretty simple. Who's the only winless team in the NFL? The only winless team in the NFL? Yeah. Christ, that's got to be the Jets. <laughs> Bet your ass it's the Jets. That's correct. How about you, kid? Uh, calling in from Tampa with a LeBron update, and you get a, get a, a right answer here on Guess That Garbage. Yes, the New York Jets. The only winless team remaining in He's the NFL. Uh, last one, and let's go to Los Angeles. Uh, listening on the Blowtorch, AM570 LA Sports. Wendell in Los Angeles. Wendell, what's happening, man? Oh, not a whole lot. How's it going this evening? Good. Uh, what do you What do you got going on, Wendell? What are you doing? Oh, nothing, man. Just, just chilling, listening to the my favorite Sports Network, Fox oh. Sports Radio. Hey, Wendell, we love you, man. We appreciate the support. And I got a hot question for you here if you're ready to go. Come on with it. All right, so here we go. This is multiple choice. All right, so obviously, bring, you know, B- bring Baker, the fire. Bring the yeah, fire. Listen, Baker Mayfield and, and Odell Beckham, they're not happy after that Steelers loss. You know, they're 4 and 2, but they're not happy. So so here's, here's my question for you because the Browns are 4 and 2. Who was the starting quarterback? The last time the Browns finished with a winning record, and here are your options. Was it Bernie Kosar, Derek Anderson, Colt McCoy, Jason Campbell, or Jason Voorhees? DA, Derek Anderson. That is correct. Wendell in Los Angeles. Absolutely on fire. That is correct. Derek Anderson in 2007, the starting quarterback the last time the Browns had a winning record, and that is a four and or, or is it excuse me a three and two performance on guess that garbage uh, but nonetheless it's better than some of your previous performances everybody out there so uh, that was a fun one uh, good stuff from everybody who called in a lot happening there here on Fox Sports Radio a lot going on uh, all right Jonas Knox 
Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, somebody in the NFL is telling you about themselves. They are telling you about themselves, and be careful with what they're saying. We'll get into that next here on FSR. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up in, uh, we'll call it 10 minutes from now here on FSR. There is something that may change in the NFL, and I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to love it because I already love it. That's coming up here 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Um, One of the things that I've noticed about the Cleveland Browns first, like it, they were in my Knox locks, right? I like Cleveland. They're a three point favorite at Cincinnati. I think they're healthier. And I think last week was, you know, there was a lot of stuff going against them, you know, on the road at Pittsburgh, all the injuries, all that stuff. But it is really, really apparent that you can rattle this team and guys on this team. And by members of this team, I mean, Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham. And I remember hearing um, and, and having a conversation, this was at when Odell Beckham had his first outburst with the New York Giants. One of his first ones to where I think he might have gotten suspended for a game because he went after Josh Norman. It was just a bad situation. But when it happened, it was a big topic of conversation. And he started having these outbursts more and more. And I remember Ray Lewis was making sort of a media tour and he was kind of doing, you know, um, doing interviews. And I actually got did an interview with Ray Lewis. And I remember asking him, 
you know, what's what do you make of the Odell Beckham thing? And he had actually spoken to Odell Beckham. And he said, well, you know, I reached out to him and I talked to him and I just said, you know, you can't let people get under your skin like this. You can't let people do that. Blah, 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 blah. And then I followed up and I said, yeah, but Ray, if you were playing against Odell Beckham Jr., what's going to happen? He goes, oh, every single play I'm in his ear telling him, hey, man, you're not good. You're scared to go over the middle. You can't catch this. You can't. Because Odell Beckham has shown you, you can rattle him. Baker Mayfield has shown you, you can rattle him. And anybody that's ever grown up in a big family or you've ever grown up with a lot of siblings, you know one of the first things that you learn early on is never let him know that something bothers you. Never let him know something bothers you because they're going to go back to the well every single time. It's why if you watch a fight, a UFC fight, You'll never see a guy that comes out. It's very rare that you'll see a guy who comes out and he's got one ankle taped or he's got one knee wrapped. He's going to have both of them taped because that way, if he only tapes up one of them, you know, oh, he's got an issue with that one ankle. But if he comes out and they're both taped up, now you have no idea. You just think it's part of his, his, his attire. You think it's part of his outfit. You think it's part of his what he wears to the cage. Those guys constantly show you, in Cleveland, you can rattle them. You can bother them. Baker Mayfield speaking out of it. Baker Mayfield's wife is going on, on social media and defending Baker Mayfield. And, and all of this is happening, and they're 4-2. and two. They're a good team. Are they great? Are they elite? No. But they're a good team. They're 4-2. and two. And they're being criticized... As if they're the 0-16 team from a couple of years ago. They're a 4-2 and football team, and they had one loss. They're most likely going to be 5-2. and Ask a Browns fan a couple of years ago, hey, after seven weeks of the season, you were going to have five wins. Would you take it? Would we take it? Uh, we would raise a banner. Are you kidding me? But for whatever reason, these guys continue to show that you can bother them and you can rattle them. And as soon as as soon as they do that, everybody in the league is going to be out to get them, even if they're four and two and a good football team. Jonas Knox, more out of the NFL next here on FSR. There could be something in the NFL that is here to stay, and I think it is a great thing. We'll get into that here coming up in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, hundreds of those all across the country, wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate you hanging out with us here as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So you have probably noticed during this quarantine, uh, going all the way back to March, um, six, seven months, whatever the case may be, but you probably noticed that during quarantine that there were certain things that seemed temporary at the time, and then you got used to them, and you were like, eh, it's not so bad. You know, it's not 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 the worst thing in the world. I mean, this is yeah, I'm I'm kind of okay with this. And I've talked about this before. One of the things that I noticed 
I go to – and this has been just my routine because it, it sets me up on the right way. It's The first thing I have to do when I wake up in the morning, I have to work out. An hour to an hour and 15 minutes um, working out, cardio, I have to do it. It's the only way that I can start my day and function because it gets me in the right mood. It gets me in the right – it gives me momentum right out of the gates. So don't eat anything, no coffee, drink some water, work out, get a good sweat in. I have to start my day like that. And so I've been going to the gym for five, six days a week for years and years and years and years. And all of a sudden, gyms are closed. And I had to start figuring out how to to work out at home. And I had a band and I had a cord and I had a couple of, of weights lying around, dumbbells, they don't even match, and body weights. And I started looking up different exercises and doing different things. And next thing you know, it was a couple of months in, the gyms reopened briefly, and I was like, "Eh, I don't know if I want to go back. For whatever reason, I took to it more so than I thought I would. I thought it would be a a temporary thing, and I hated it, and I've got to be – I still never missed a workout. I got everything done, and I looked around, I said – it's kind of nice not having to, you know, wait for somebody to get off an, a piece of equipment because they're looking at their phone. It's kind of nice, you know, not having to, to, to get up and drive anywhere. You can just do it at home and, and be done. And, and so I actually really enjoyed it. And so because of that, that has become more of my normal routine. Gyms have started to reopen and all that, but it's become more of my normal routine and my normal habit. And, and I'm not opposed to it. I actually learn to really enjoy it. And there's certain things in your life that you actually learned that you really did enjoy or got used to and are now going to be a permanent thing in your life. And it would have never happened had you not been thrown into the circumstance where you had to figure something out. And what you ended up figuring out ended up working better for you than what was happening before. And so I say all that to say this, it has happened in sports. Look around every single sport. There are some people who will watch a UFC event and they're like, it's kind of better without fans. You know, not, not that you, you don't want fans there, but just, you know, the, uh, the atmosphere, the ambiance, the sound, the look, it's kind of better. Look at baseball. They're talking about, yeah, this whole runner on second base in the extra innings, like, that's going to be here to stay. That's, I mean, I'm personally not a fan of it, but that's going to be here to stay. What about the DH in both leagues? They tried it. Maybe that's going to be here to stay. Expanded playoff format. They tried it. It was kind of a lot of fun. The only reason they did it is because they had to. They had no other choice, and it's here to stay. In the NBA, had to start their season and kind of move some stuff around. And guess what's going to happen? The NBA is talking about Christmas, like I've been saying for years. Don't start in October. It's a waste of time. Nobody's watching the NBA in October and November. Start later on, and that way you, those final two months of the season, you're going to have all to yourself with no other competition. Your NBA finals in July and August as opposed to uh, playoffs in July and August as opposed to May and June. And the NBA is going to fall into that, and they're going to find out, yeah, this actually did work better for us. The NFL, I'm telling you right now, is going to move at some point, sooner rather than later. We're going to get more 
doubleheaders on Monday night football, more doubleheaders on Monday night moving forward. I'm telling you that right now. I'm telling you that's going to be a permanent change. That's going to be one of those things that you had to adjust to. You were forced into this position. And then once you did it, you looked around and said, this ain't bad. Kind of cool, actually. Two games on Monday night? I'm into it. Now, we had always had that week one. That had been a tradition. But that they had to be forced into doing these double headers, these, you know, the, the Chiefs and then uh, uh, the playing the Patriots. And you had all like these different uh, uh, last week. It was, um, you know, Buffalo early on against Kansas. Like you all of a sudden we're moving these games around and you're moving. I'm telling you, they're going to make this a more permanent thing. It's going to be around more often than just week one like it always has been. And I love it. I love the two Monday night games. I think it's phenomenal. I think it's a great opportunity. And look at it like this. During an NFL Sunday, you got all those games going on in the morning. And then you have some in the afternoon window, but clearly not as much. With all of those games going on, although you're watching all of them and you got red zone and you got, you know, maybe you're in a bar and you're seeing TVs everywhere, you got fantasy football, you're you're paying pretty close, close attention to them, but they're not standalone games. And so, therefore, maybe you're not getting to know or seeing every single play, every single snap, every player, the entire – you're not getting to see all of that because you can't. It's impossible. You're looking at all these other games that are going on. Well, now if you were to take one of those games and add it to Monday and you did a doubleheader every single Monday, first of all, and I don't know the TV structure and how this stuff works out and how they divvy this stuff out, but if you were Fox or you were CBS, you mean to tell me that Fox or CBS wouldn't be open to the idea of having an NFL game on Monday nights? You know, the most watched thing on television a lot of the time? Of course they would. Oh, you're going to take an NFL game and you're going to put it alone before the second NFL game on a Monday night? Okay, we're good here. Yeah, we'll take that. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. As opposed to burying it a bunch of, amongst a bunch of other games that are only seen regionally, now you take that game and you showcase it. So from a TV standpoint, it makes all the sense in the world. From a spotlight building standpoint, you promote players that maybe people don't get to see as often. Give them a standalone stage. Give them a spotlight. There were probably a lot of people who haven't watched a lot of Bills games And they've seen Josh Allen in primetime a couple of weeks in a row, and they're probably like, eh, he's okay. But for those of us who actually watch all these games that the Bills are in, it's like, no, 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 no. Rough couple of weeks. We get it. They were put in a tough spot in both situations. Trust me, Josh Allen is good. But that's an example of a guy and a team that doesn't get a lot of those opportunities. And they did. So from a spotlight standpoint, from a TV standpoint, I think it makes all the sense in the world. What it does to uh, moving the schedule around and and whether or not you would have to make uh, all West Coast teams would have to play in the later game because it's later on at night, whatever the case may be. I just think because we've been forced into this, like a lot of things during this whole pandemic or, or COVID situation over the past several months, there are certain things that have entered into your life that were only there because you were forced into it. And then you started doing it and you realize, oh, this way is better. 
And I think two Monday night games is the way to go. And I think it's going to happen more and more. I honestly do. I don't think we've seen the last of them this season. And I think moving forward, the NFL at the very least is going to add some of those in. And it's awesome. Two Monday night games? Are you kidding me? We've already got a full slate on Sunday, and now I get two double-barrel Monday night games back-to-back? I think it's great for the NFL, and I think it's going to be here more often moving forward based on the success and how much people have responded and how well they've responded to it uh, throughout the course of the season so far. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, also, I, I, th- this needs to be discussed here. All right. And, and I'm not trying to cause problems. Right? I'm not really not trying to cause problems. But I pointed out earlier in the show that it really is a win-win situation for the L.A. Dodgers. They won game three on Friday night. They're up 2-1 over the Tampa Bay Rays. They're going to win the World Series. Right? Now, um, it's not the way I would want to win a World Series. Me, personally, I would like to you know earn it. I wouldn't want 60 games, you know, just sort of this fast-track Cliff Notes version of the season. You know, I would like to, personally, I'm an earner, I would like to earn it. But nonetheless, Dodger fans are going to be able to call themselves technically World Series champs. And the Dodgers, and and I threw this out earlier, I said, look, I I mean, I'm hearing reports that they may not even get a championship ring because the season was so gimmicky, they might just get a belt buckle. I mean, they like literally no ring. You just get a giant belt buckle like you're at some rodeo. Um, and again, I can't confirm that. That's just one of the stories and reports that's out there. Um, and and I'm, who knows? I may have just made that whole entire thing up. But nonetheless, this does need to be talked about. Ryan Bershinger is our executive producer here at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Ryan Bershinger uh, is one of maybe the biggest Dodgers Tara, fan. Maybe the biggest Dodger fan I've ever met in my life. And, and I've met a lot of Dodger fans. They're like locusts uh, around the Southern California area. But nobody stresses out over Dodger playoff games like Ryan Bershinger. I actually had a front row seat to see Clayton. Was it Kurt? No, it was Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly who gave up the Grand Slam. Was it Kelly against the Nationals, Bersh? Yeah. Yeah, okay. the one to, to Kendrick. But Kershaw yeah. earlier gave up the back-to-back home runs. Yeah, so I, I was – in studio and got to see the look on Bursch's face when Kershaw gave up the home runs and then Howie Kendrick hit the grand slam off Joe Kelly last year. And uh, his hair turned white. Like, he, he, like he, I, I've never, like it was, he was despondent. It was, and you're, you're at the point as a fan to where the playoffs terrify you, correct? It's not enjoyable, yeah. right? Yeah, no, it, it, it hasn't been for, for years. Yeah, so he doesn't – he's so – and I've always said baseball playoffs are so stressful that you can't even enjoy it. And that's why I'm glad I, I no longer have a rooting interest. I refuse to because I cannot let it hijack my mood. I just can't do it. You're the opposite. You're still there, Bursch. I mean, this is still happening. But this needs to be pointed out. You took off last weekend after the Dodgers went down 3-1 to one to the Braves. And I'm hearing reports – that you actually told Bo, who was filling in for you, that you just hope that they lose so you can just move on and just and just continue on with your life and not have to worry about it. Is that true? Is that an accurate statement? I had I had given up when they had gone down three games to one. And yeah, I it was my weekend off and my, my girlfriend and I were, were celebrating our one year anniversary. And that that had been, you know, 
planned for months, obviously, because that's that's the date that's, you know, it just happened to fall in the middle of, of the postseason. But once they were down three to one, where I've seen this movie before uh, with the Dodgers in the postseason, it's just kind of like, all right, well, I was kind of hoping that, yeah, they would just uh, if if they were going to lose, just do it so I can enjoy my vacation. <laughs> just do it as early as you can. So uh, just just think about the logic there, right? right? Like that is so. Just I, I, it's my favorite team. I worship them, but please just lose, so I don't have to worry about it anymore. Like I, <laughs> I just, I, I don't even want to deal with it. So, but that being said, I, I think that it's only fair though that when they and they will win the World Series. When they yeah. do win the World Series, mm-hmm. um, I don't think you should be able to celebrate. Uh, I, I, I understand your rationale. I understand your reasoning. Uh. But no, no, I will. I will. Okay. Well, very hard. Bursch, look, I, I just Kevin Figures, our our national update anchor here at Fox Sports Radio, the voice of LA Sports Radio. Uh, Kev, I, I think that's fair. Uh, Bursch ditched, was rooting for them to lose, so he didn't have to stress out about it anymore. So now that they're here, I don't think he should be allowed to celebrate. Me personally. I mean, you know, you were talking anniversaries there, Bursch. Normally in the relationship, they say if you can't take me at my worst, then you can't. I don't want you to have me at my best. <laughs> no you can't kid. take the Dodgers at their worst. <laughs> Why the why the hell would they allow you to celebrate with them at their best? I don't know, Burst. I think you have to yeah. take this. You have to take this year off. Your Sorry, fandom yeah. is off for this World Series run. It's brother. over. Listen, it's over. And a giant asterisk uh, next to Ryan Bershinger uh, when it comes to his fandom and the LA Dodgers. I, I think it's over, man. I, honestly, I, and so now you can move on, knowing that you will not be allowed to celebrate. <laughs> it's just Look, I hear you. I understand, um, but I. I don't care. I will be celebrating. Very good. Listen, I look. I, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to speak for for those Dodger fans that actually stayed loyal the whole time. That's that. That, that That's was fair. my only That's concern. Fine. I get it. Um, but you know, there it is. Uh, all right, uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, coming up next. Um, there's a team in the NFL that's got a problem. But everybody's pointing at the wrong issue. I'll tell you what the real issue is. That's coming up next here on FSR. Boom, Tetris for Jonas. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. 
The Shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up in uh, 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we will have another edition of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. If you've never heard the game before, do not go anywhere. 877-99 on Fox. It is the hottest game show anywhere on sports radio. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star coming up 10 minutes from now. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. If you've got the guts, two brave souls who want to go head-to-head in Pro Wrestler or Porn Star coming up here uh, less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Um. So it's funny. People are looking around, and they're thinking, man, Mike McCarthy, <laughs> he, I mean, I've seen one and done. Mike, It might be a one and done situation for Mike McCarthy in Dallas because of how bad the Cowboys have looked. I mean, whew. Mike, clearly Aaron Rodgers was right. Green Bay was right to move on from Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy... He's just not a good coach. That that's the opinion that's happening. Now, never mind the fact that he won a Super Bowl. Never mind that. And there are like thirty something people on walking the face of the earth that have ever won a Super Bowl as a head coach. Mike McCarthy's one of them. But no, 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 no. It, he's the problem. All right, he's the issue. Okay. At what point do we start to find the theme here? The common theme, the thread through all this. At what point do we start to find the thread, all right? It's like if if you continue to have the same issues in your relationships, if you continue to go down the same road and the same stuff pops up and they all keep telling you the same thing as the reason why it's not working, when do you think maybe you should take a step back and go, it's possibly not them. Maybe I'm the problem. Maybe maybe my approach and how I'm doing things is the issue because this continues to pop up. You, 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 you take a different person out, you put a different person in, still the same problem. So stands to reason that you've got to find the common thread through certain things if you make a switch and you still have issues. And I can't help but notice that there's a common thread here between the Cowboys of last year and the Cowboys of this year. And it's not the coach, because you made the decision. You got rid of Jason Garrett, because you wanted Mike McCarthy. When are we just going to go ahead and call it for what it is? This roster was overrated. We can blame... Mike McCarthy, we can blame Mike Nolan, we can blame Jason Garrett, but it feels to me like there's a lot of the same issues that were there a year ago with a different head coach. 
Yet all I'm seeing is everybody saying, oh, my Mike McCarthy, and, you know, well, you know, Dak's injured, and, you know, he got exposed, now he doesn't have Dak, and no wonder they ran him off in Green Bay, and him and Aaron Rodgers couldn't get it. No, 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 no. This roster is overrated. This roster always was overrated. We just thought that getting rid of the coach was going to fix everything. It's not. This roster was overrated. That's what's happening here. And I am saying that as somebody who had the Dallas Cowboys coming out of the NFC. I picked the Cowboys to win the NFC. I picked the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. And I'm telling you right now, this roster was overrated. And I said it a year ago. When there was all these rumors and this conversation about Jason Garrett getting fired, what was the conversation about? It's impossible with a roster this talented for a coach not to be able to get them above 500. Okay, well, here we are a year later, and you've got a coach with even a better resume than Jason Garrett, and yet we still have the same issues. They're 2-4. and four. You can argue they should be 0-6. The two wins against the Falcons, we all know what happened there. Bizarre game. Atlanta chokes. Uh, onside kick that spins like a top. All the other things. And then the game against the Giants in which it took, uh, you know, the, their quarterback went down with an injury. It took some Daniel Jones uh, mistakes. It took – you can argue the Dallas Cowboys should be 0-6. But a year ago, all I kept hearing about was, man, Jason Garrett's got to go. This roster, you can't spoil this roster with that kind of a head coach. All right, well, how about a coach who's won a Super Bowl? Is that going to work? Is that going to fix it? Oh, it's not? So what are you going to do, fire Mike McCarthy after a year? Still going to blame the coach again? It's got to be the coach. Uh Uh-uh. It's the roster. I've been told my whole life, what's more important? Great players or great coaches? I've been told my whole life, great coaches or great players. Great players make up for poor coaching. Because if you're, if you're maybe not the greatest coach in the world, but you got the best players, you're, you're going to be really successful. You're going to win a lot of games. I was always told that. You were told that. Players more important than coaches. So if that roster was so good a year ago, Why couldn't they make up for the poor coaching? If Jason Garrett was such a mediocre head coach, if the roster was so good, that shouldn't have mattered. You think Ed Orgeron is a great X's and O's guy? No. But he recruits his ass off, and he had the best roster last year. And that's why LSU won. Ed Orgeron was a head coach at Ole Miss. Didn't go anywhere. He got fired. Ed Orgeron was passed over at USC. Did he all of a sudden become a I mean, I'm sure he improved as a head coach, but his players got better. And that's not a knock on him. That's it, fair. He's good at what he does. And he's a national champion because of it. But if this Dallas roster was so good and it was so deep and, oh my God, all the talent, if it was that good, they should have been able to overcome that poor coaching from Jason Garrett. And they didn't. And you're seeing it play out again. And what are we doing again? Blaming the coach. That's not the issue. The roster is overrated. It's got nothing to do with McCarthy. 
You have a problem on your roster. They were overrated. And so a year ago was Garrett. This year it's Mike McCarthy. I don't know what the plan is. I don't know if they're just going to walk away from McCarthy after a year, but you're just going to end up with the same situation. An overrated roster, an offensive line that's a shell of what it was before, high-priced players at the wrong positions, and a quarterback coming off a broken leg. That all of a sudden became a really, really desirable gig to, eh, I don't know. I'm not really sure if I'm interested. So keep on blaming McCarthy all you want, but it's the same story uh, in a different year. At some point, you got to blame the players. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, as we come to you live here from, uh, again, these Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next, we are going to play Pro Wrestler or Porn Star, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star, the hottest game show in the history of Sports Talk Radio. It's yours next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, Kevin Figures. And Game 3 of the Fall Classic saw the Dodgers beat the Rays 6-2 to behind six dominant innings from Walker Buehler. He struck out 10 batters and allowed just one run. Justin Turner and Austin Barnes with home runs, and Mookie Betts with an RBI and two more stolen bases. Meanwhile, Charlie Morton suffered his first loss of the postseason after allowing five earned runs in four and a third innings of work for Tampa. Randy Arozarena, who was mired in a major slump in the first few games of the World Series, he did have a solo home run in the ninth inning off of Kenley Jansen. That home run was his eighth of the postseason, which ties a major league record for home runs in the playoffs, but clearly that was not enough. The Dodgers now lead the World Series two games to one. Game four is set for tonight at 8 Eastern time on Fox. College football Friday night saw Wisconsin freshman quarterback Graham Mertz go 20 of 21, passing for 248 yards and five touchdowns, leading the Badgers over a victory from Illinois' 45 to 7. And some news out of the NFL, Buccaneers and receiver Antonio Brown have agreed to a one-year contract pending him clearing COVID-19 protocols. Back to Jonas Knox. Thanks, Kev. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. By the way, Kev, did you happen to see that Wisconsin game? Did you watch any of that on television? A little bit of it. Okay. Probably about 40% of the game. Yeah. Um, that stadium empty? <laughs> Doesn't look great. Yeah. Uh, you know, like most of the NFL games, I don't even notice that the stadiums are empty unless there's like a random crowd shot. But that one was very obvious that that was an empty stadium. And you're going to see that with a lot of these Big Ten stadiums. The Big House, imagine, or yeah. Ohio State, the Horseshoe. Those are just venues that you just wouldn't – even those like 5 or 10% capacity just doesn't seem right or wouldn't look right on television. And you're right. It looked very, very weird. It looked like a scrimmage. And – Say for the score, probably was a scrimmage, less more or less for Wisconsin. But it looked less like a Big Ten game and more like a practice yeah. or something. It was very a very weird atmosphere for sure. Yeah, a little little creepy, little little bit odd. But uh, but hey, it's good to have the Big Ten back. Hey, it still that counts in the standings, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, so coming up here in twelve minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, um, if if you were one of these people, if you're listening to this show and you were one of these people that did this, you should be ashamed of yourself. 
All right, that'll be coming up here 12 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. All right, a, a little bit of appreciation, a little bit of appreciation for the for the gifts that you have that maybe you took for granted. Uh, coming up here 12 minutes from now on FSR. Right now, though, it's time for this. Is it a pro wrestler or a porn star? Genitalia, I love that. You have an affection for big men. It is that, that time. Pro wrestler or porn star here on Fox Sports Radio. We do it every single week. We go around the country. Occasionally we go around the world and we see who wants to be a part of the hottest game show anywhere on sports radio. So let's go ahead and let's get it started and let's meet our participants. Let's go to Boston where Dan is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Dan, what's happening? Not much. Uh, what's going on there? What are you doing? I'm uh, just watching uh, some TV right now. Oh, nice. Well, uh, Dan, we appreciate you uh, calling in, man. Are you ready to play the game? Absolutely. All right. Oh, so we got Dan in Boston. Uh, let's go to uh, Louisiana where Johnny is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Johnny, what's happening? Uh, not much. Just driving down the road. Nice. Uh, wh- why are you uh, driving down the road? Are you going to work or coming back? Uh, what's happening? I'm a truck driver. Oh, okay. Uh, can we hear your horn? Uh, here, let me roll my window down. All right. Oh, that's a good horn. You got a nice, <laughs> Johnny, you got a nice horn, man. Ah, uh, well, it's a perfect game to play with a nice horn. That's, that's very, very well done, sir. Very well done. I like where your head is at, uh, and I probably shouldn't have followed up with that. Uh, all right, so here's how it goes, guys. Uh, so I have got a list of names here. It's either the name of a pro wrestler or it's the name of a porn star. I'm going to start with Dan in Boston. I'm going to go to Johnny in Louisiana. If you guys are tied at the end of this list, we go to a tiebreaker overtime question. Easy enough, guys? Yeah. Yes, all right. sir. So here we go. Dan in Boston, you are first up here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Dan in Boston, the name for you to get things started. By the way, you can play the at-home version at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, Dan, the name for you, Sheena East, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star? Porn Star. That is correct. Uh, that is correct. Uh, Dan, uh, you are on the board. That is correct. Sheena East is a porn star. We go over to uh, Johnny in Louisiana here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Johnny, the name for you to get things started on your end is Damian Drake, pro wrestler or a porn star? Pro wrestler. That is correct. Well done, Johnny. That is correct, and you guys are uh, uh, two for two here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. We go back over to Dan in Boston here on Fox Sports Radio. Dan in Boston, the name for you, sir, is Darling, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Oh, man. Um, Pro Wrestler. That is incorrect. Not this time. No, that's incorrect. Darling is a porn star. So we go back over to Johnny in Louisiana here on Fox Sports Radio. He can take the lead here if he gets this correct. This is pro wrestler or porn star Jonas Knox, your host here on Fox Sports Radio. Johnny, the next name up for you is Black Asia, pro wrestler or porn star. Uh, I'll go with uh, pro wrestler. That is incorrect. Not this time. Incorrect. Uh, Black Asia is a porn star. Racist. <laughs> How much? Too easy. Hold on a second. What? I'm reading the name. All I'm doing is reading the name. 
How am I racist? I'm re- reading the, it's an actual name. Racist. It's, it's not racist at all. Kiss my ass. I'm just reading a name. The name is Black Asia. What do you racist. want me to do? What do you want me to do? Magenta Asia? What do you want? I'm reading the name. All right. Dan in Boston, next up here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Dan in Boston, uh, enough with the controversy, all right? Uh, the name for you, sir, is Dickie Mayer. Pro wrestler or a porn star? Pro wrestler. That is correct. Wow, look at you. Yeah, Dickie Mayer is a uh, pro wrestler. Uh, no relation to Mike Mayer, former executive producer of the program here, Fox Sports Radio. Big difference between Mike Mayer and Dickie Mayer. So, you know. All right. Um, Johnny in Louisiana, you are next up here with an opportunity to tie the game. Uh, Johnny, the name for you, sir, is Ethan HD, pro wrestler or porn star? Porn star. That is incorrect. Not this time. Look, I I would have actually said the same thing, Johnny. That's a tricky one. Uh, Unfortunately, that's a pro wrestler. It's kind of a weird name, to be honest with you. Uh, over to a Dan in Boston we go here with a 2-1 to lead on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Dan in Boston, the name for you, sir, is October Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Oh, man. Uh, pro Wrestler. That is incorrect. Not this time. That is incorrect. October is a porn star. That's surprising. See, I would have gone porn star, but I guess you know there's there's some strange pro wrestling names out there. It's not 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 a, not that far fetched to think. Uh, all right, back over to Johnny in Louisiana here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, this is pro wrestler or porn star Jonas Knox, your host here on FSR. Uh, Johnny, the next name for you, sir, to tie things up is Beast the Butcher, pro wrestler or porn star. Uh, porn star. Wait, what? Porn star. Johnny, seriously? It just seems to... It it just seems like a porn star name. Alright. Well, I don't know. I'll I'll be honest with you, man. Um... I don't know what the hell you've watched, oh, but uh, but no, that is uh, that is incorrect. Uh, Beast the Butcher, no, that is a uh, that's a pro wrestler. Yeah, that's uh... <laughs> wow. Oh boy. Uh, all right, so uh, listen, uh, Johnny. Look, these are all weird names. All right, that, hence the game. These are all crazy and very strange names. Uh, that is, um, yeah, that must be on. Um, on like uh, TedBundy.com or something like that. Yes, I'm know. a woman. Uh, all right. Uh, over to uh, Dan in Boston we go. Now, Dan, here's the situation. You can actually clinch the game here. You can win the game if you get this correct. Dan in Boston to win the game. The name for you, sir, is King James, pro wrestler or porn star. LeBron James. Oh, man. It's King James? Yeah, King James. Yes, correct. Porn star. That is correct. That is correct. And Dan in Boston, you are the winner in this week's edition of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. You have done it. 
Johnny in Louisiana, uh, call back anytime, man. We appreciate your hustling in the middle of the night, and, uh, and we appreciate you listening, man. Thanks so much. All right, there he goes. Good talk uh, for Johnny in Louisiana. But Dan in Boston, your winner here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Uh, all right. Kevin Figures. Uh, look, <laughs> it's been a long show. Mm-hmm. At no point during any show that's ever been long would I have ever guessed that Beast the Butcher would be confused for a porn star. And he was thoroughly convinced. Yeah. Like, he's like oh, that clearly sounds like a porn star name. I was like, <laughs> it does? I don't know what kind of. Like, yeah, no I don't kidding. know what you're into. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like that. That honest to God shocked me. I yeah. was stunned. I didn't know what to say. Yeah, yeah. Beast the Butcher is a pro wrestler. Yeah, I mean, some of these can be tough. Like Dickie Mayer. All right, yeah. Go. If it was Mayor Dickie, I would definitely say porn star. By the way. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That'd be. But but some of these are tough. Black yeah. Asia. You know what? Hey, you yeah. you never know. It can go either way. And by the way, does that make me racist, racist for saying Black Asia? All I'm doing is reading the name. No, if that's that. If that's their name, that's the name. Now, yeah, if, they're, if their name is Black Asia and they're not black or Asian, then they might have a problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you wouldn't call Ryan Bershinger Black Asia. That no. can, I can assure you. Right? That, that's, Racist. Bersh, you might be called a lot of things in your life. You're never going to be called Black Asia. I can I can assure you of that. that right? Yeah. yeah that, it's never going to happen. No. Something tells me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry, Bersh. I would stay as far away from that as possible. Yeah. Stay away. To respond to that. Yeah, it, it's not. It's not even worth it. It's wow. not even worth the joke. I highly um, doubt that King James is doing Bible study. By the way, no, I'll just tell you that too. It's just uh, like it's, some sacrilege going on with that one. Yeah, it's uh oh man, oh man, Beast the Butcher, wow, porn star. That it. That it was it. That stunned me. I was give me a salami submarine. Uh, Andy, butt out. All right, just butt out. Uh, all right, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio, at uh, the Jonas Knox on Twitter from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, uh, if you are a group of people who did this during an NFL game, you ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Find out what it is next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up in, uh, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, there was a major move made in the NFL, but could it be trouble for that team? We will dive into that here coming up uh, 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. One of the things that's amazing to me is how people are quick to appreciate what they have when it's gone. And then when it comes back, they take it for granted all over again. I don't understand that. I I really don't. I've never understood it. I think you should uh, appreciate everything. Don't take anything for granted. Uh, You never know what's promised tomorrow. And I felt like we all had an understanding during the shutdown and during the lockdown. I felt like we all were on the same page. That we all were looking around going, this is weird and we're not really sure what to do. And, you know, we've got to like go stock up at the grocery stores and, and buy frozen foods. And we're not allowed to work, some of us, and we can't drive into work. And uh, certain businesses are closed. And we're all, st- it felt like everybody was on the same page. Like, oh my, this is a, a just a bizarre time. And, and we're not even really sure what to watch, which is why Tiger King was such a big deal because everybody was watching and just floored by just the batch of losers 
that made up an entire Netflix series. But the reason we were watching crap like that is because there was no sports on. We had nothing. There was nothing on. So we're watching reruns and NFL Network and, you know, Fox Sports 1 is re-airing WrestleMania 3. And we're watching, like, there was nothing on. So people were starved. And we were all thinking to themselves, man, I'm never going to take it for granted. When sports comes back, I'm never going to take it for granted. I swear to you, I'm never going to take it for granted. And then what happens? The NFC East rolls out Giants-Eagles on a Thursday night. And the law offices of bitch and moan come back out ready to to take on all comers and say, this game sucks. What a bad game. Okay. What have you not learned? That when the NFL is gone or sports are gone, you are going to really, really miss it. You're going to be watching things and looking at things and bored out of your mind because there are no sports on. It's gone. You say you're going to appreciate it even more when it comes back, and then it comes back, and all of a sudden you're mocking it on Thursday Night Football. Yeah, the teams were bad. Yes, the quality of play wasn't the greatest in the world, but you know what? It sure beats whatever the hell else we were doing. Uh, Jigsaw puzzles uh, and drinking games and Zoom calls and all the other crap that went along with it. So go make a TikTok video if you don't like the NFL games. More next in Hour 4. A major move in the NFL, but why and how did it get done? We will get into that here coming up in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on Sirius XM Channel 83 and on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates wherever you are taking part in this program. We always appreciate you hanging out with us here, and we do it all live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So the news that came out of the NFL on Friday, big news, surprising news, was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are agreeing to terms with Antonio Brown. And according to Adam Schefter, the deal is done. They're just waiting on some of the final details, COVID protocols to be passed, but that Antonio Brown most likely will make his debut for Tampa Bay coming up in week nine against the New Orleans Saints. That's the tentative plan right now. That is what has been thrown out there. All right, so with that being said, it then gets to the, well, how did this happen, right? I mean, how did this happen? Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious how it happened. Tom Brady asked for it to be done, and Tampa Bay got it done. That's how it happened. Tom Brady apparently has a good relationship with Antonio Brown. They played one game for New England a year ago. Antonio Brown caught a touchdown. And so Tom Brady looked at it and said, okay, well, this is an opportunity for us to add Antonio Brown, and Tom Brady went and got it done. So here's where things get interesting from the how standpoint. You remember it was like a year ago, or remember it was a, a few a week and a half ago? You remember when uh, Tom Brady got buried 
by people on national uh, television. He got buried on national radio. He got buried probably local radio. He probably got buried in New England, you know, because he yelled at his teammates because he forgot what down it was. Remember all of that stuff that happened? All of it. And it was like, man, maybe this just isn't going to go smooth for Tom Brady. And here we are a week and a half later to two weeks later. And Tom Brady just was part of a beatdown of the then undefeated Green Bay Packers. And then his team turned around and went and signed Antonio Brown, his guy that he's been demanding, that he's been uh, requesting the deal get done for a couple of months now. They go out. They do him the solid, they do him the favor, and they go and they get him Antonio Brown. Even though Bruce Arians, his head coach, has said, no, 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 not a fit here. Antonio Brown, not going to work here. Definitely not a fit. Well, Bruce Arians coached Antonio Brown. Bruce Arians knows all about the Antonio Brown experience. So the fact that Bruce Arians was initially saying no, and now all of a sudden he's saying yes, how did it happen? Tom Brady got it done. That's how. And I just wonder if maybe there's more that's going to happen here. So so we've concluded on the how. How it got done, Tom Brady got it done. Now we get to the why it got done. All right? And I sort of threw this idea out earlier. And I want to preface this by saying I have no proof. I have no evidence of anything. I have not talked to anybody. I don't know any any sort of secret information. I'm simply throwing this out. Right? Simply going to throw this out. And the comparison I make is when all of a sudden a buddy who's been in a relationship for a long time starts calling you up wanting to hang out and you're thinking everything's happy and everything's good at home and he starts wanting to hang out, the more often that he calls to want to hang out, the more you start to suspect, hey, maybe things aren't okay at home. Because if they were, he wouldn't feel the need to do all this. He wouldn't feel the need to get out every weekend and and come out to the bars and do all this other stuff. And the reason I bring that up is because this signing of Antonio Brown is a bit odd. Because the, the only reason Tom Brady chose to leave New England to go to Tampa Bay. It wasn't like he went there because he was like, ah, oh, man, you know, I just, I got to have that weather. You know, it's all about the weather for me. I, you know, I got to have that weather. Well, listen, I'm sure it is nice. I'm sure that was a, a little bit of a perk that came along with the deal. But the guy played, he grew up in California. He played his college ball at Michigan and he played 20 years in New England. I think he's used to the crummy weather. Uh, okay, like I, th- I think he's gotten used to it at this point. So I, I don't look at the Tampa move and go the weather. The reason he chose Tampa is because of those weapons, because of what he had to work with. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard, uh, Bruce Arians. There was all these perks that were there, getting the opportunity to work with Tampa Bay and with all those receivers. That was the reason Tom Brady chose Tampa Bay. That's why, because of those weapons. That's that, that was why Tampa Bay was at the top of the list. There were other teams out there. 
There were other teams out there like the Chargers, the Bears were reportedly out there, but Tampa Bay had the best weapons and the best to build around, and that's why Tom Brady chose Tampa Bay over those other squads, over those other teams that were interested. So if he goes there and Tampa Bay is so loaded and all those weapons and everything is so smooth and everything, then why did they need to sign Antonio Brown? Why? And my theory on this is that there's something going on there in Tampa and maybe things aren't going so great behind the scenes. Maybe he's not getting along all that well with Chris Godwin. Maybe there's some concern about whether or not Godwin or and or Mike Evans are a perfect fit for Tom Brady. I mean, it just if you look at the signing based on what they have, it doesn't make sense. Antonio Brown signing with Tampa Bay does not make sense on any level. On any level. They don't need him. Like <laughs> The, the problem, it, any issues on offense, it, it's it, you, Antonio Brown's not going to fix. They don't need him. So why the signing? I mean, his history, all the stuff off the field. Why are you, why are you bringing that guy in and, and making that guy your signing and, 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 and the person you want to add to this roster now? Like it just, it, it doesn't make sense. And like I mentioned, Bruce Arians already shot this idea down. No, 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 we're good. We're all good here. The signing doesn't make sense unless, unless there's something going on behind the scenes and it's not exactly the smoothest transition that everybody thought it was going to be. And I don't know who it's between, whether it's Brady and Chris Godwin or whoever, whether there's some sort of residual bad feelings because Godwin had to give up his number when Brady came over, I have no idea. But I'm just trying to figure out why this move was made. And you can't tell me, oh, it's strictly a football move. Man, how many receivers do you need? Not not everybody's going to get the ball. There's not enough to go around. So why the move? At this point in his career, being off for this long... Is Antonio Brown an upgrade over Mike Evans? Is he an upgrade over Chris Godwin? So why the move? I think there's something going on behind the scenes. I really do. And we have a recent example of this. It's the LA Clippers. When the LA Clippers added Paul George and Kawhi Leonard a year ago, the thought was, well, you already had a playoff team the year before. They won a couple of games and were competitive against Golden State before uh, Kevin Durant stepped on their throat. You had Pat Beverly. You had these guys, Lou Williams. You had talent there, Montrez Harrell. And now you add Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. I mean, they're going to go from playoff team to the team to beat in the NBA. So it seemed like all their weapons were there. And then during the course of the season, they kept adding more. Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris, and you thought... Huh, well, I mean, I guess they just, you know, want to continue to add talent. I mean, you know, nothing to see here. And then you come to find out months and months later, yeah, there were issues there. Guys, you know, a little bit resentful of of Kawhi Leonard. Paul George not getting along with certain teammates. Him and Montrez Harrow going at it. Players not liking the preferential treatment that Kawhi was getting. Like, there was, all of that stuff was happening and started to come out after they got eliminated from the bubble. 
And now you look back on it and you go, oh, so maybe that's why they brought in Marcus Morris. Maybe that's why they brought in Reggie Jackson, because there was concern there, and they were telling you they were concerned about this roster, which is why they added all those pieces. There were even some people out there that speculated the reason they were adding those pieces so they could keep them away from the Lakers. Like, oh, yeah, well, as long as the Lakers can't sign him, we'll find something for him to do. But, yeah, we just don't want the Lakers to be able to have an opportunity to add them. But now all these months later, you start to get to the truth. And I just wonder if at some point we're going to find out that the reason Antonio Brown was brought into Tampa was because there were some serious issues behind the scenes. There was something going on, somebody not getting along, somebody not making a smooth transition, and that's why the move was made. Again, I have no proof. I haven't talked to anybody. I don't know a damn thing uh, as far as what's happening in the locker room. I'm just looking at this move and what this move tells me by bringing in Antonio Brown. Best guess, not everything is peachy there in Tampa Bay between Tom Brady and company. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next, I have a solution. Um, everybody has uh, comes across this at some point in their sports life, all right? It is going to be the cure for the worst thing that can possibly happen when you're watching a game. All right, this is the cure. Don't go anywhere. I've got it for you next year on FSR. We don't need to bring Jonas in. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, you can uh, hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in uh, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we will have these scraps, things in the world of sports that we have not had a chance to get to. Uh, that'll be coming up here, uh, coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, another busy weekend, obviously the Big Ten uh, kicking off. We talked about a Wisconsin playing on Friday night. Uh, empty stadium looked a little odd. Minnesota, Michigan, that's happening. Um, Nick Saban broke my heart. Uh, listen, talking about how uh, you know offenses don't be good defense or be good defenses now. That sort of ripped me up. We got UFC 254. That's happening between uh, Khabib and Justin Gaethje. That's a matinee uh, edition of that. So, uh, so all sorts of fun stuff, plus the NFL uh, coming up here uh, this weekend in the world of sports. Um, I did want to point this out, though, that I have a firm belief, all right? I was seeing some people, and I I kind of touched on this uh, uh, last hour here. I was seeing some people, and and I think it's a little bit ungrateful based on all of what we went through and there being nothing on and no sports and and all of that stuff. I, I found it to be a little bit ungrateful for people to complain about the Thursday night game. All right. You may not like the NFC East, and I get it. There's not a lot to like. But look, it's NFL football, and we went through a couple of months where there was nothing on, where we were looking for anything to watch, where it was you know, Korean baseball. I mean, I stayed up one night and watched Korean baseball. This is, I'm not exaggerating on this. I watched a horse race in Japan on a Saturday night with my fiancé at the time, now wife. Like there was nothing on. There were no sports. So you were you were trying to scratch the itch, however you could scratch the itch. And so I say that because I'm seeing these people complain. 
and I'm seeing people upset about the idea that, well, you know, we got this NFC East game and it's a crappy Thursday game and it's this and that and it's and I'm thinking, man, oh man, first of all, you guys are ungrateful. Second of all, you're saying something that's blatantly false. It's a lie. All right? And I will explain why that's a lie. To me, there is no such thing as a bad NFL game. There's just not. There's no such thing as a bad NFL game. I don't believe that those actually exist. I, I, I don't think the two go together. I think it's an oxymoron. There's no such thing as a bad NFL game. Now, you might push back or you might call me a ball washer and a fanboy, but I will, I'll tell you exactly why. If there's no such thing as a bad NFL game, here's my reason for it. I look at the NFL like pizza. You've never had bad pizza. You've had some that weren't as good as others, so they may appear to be bad. But I think I find it hard to believe that you've actually had bad pizza. You might overcook it. You might undercook it. Maybe it's a, a you know one of these frozen, uh, like a tombstone or a DiGiorno or something like that, and you don't read the instructions the right way, and 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 they may not be as good as the others or as good as something that you would order from a, a pizza place, but you've never had bad pizza. It just, it, it's impossible. Some are just not as good as others. And so some NFL games are just not as good as others. Thursday night in the NFC East, Washington and the Cowboys in the NFC East this weekend, it may not be as good as others, but it's not bad. And that's how I view the NFL. There's no such thing as bad games, just like there's no such thing as bad pizza. Just some are better than others. But if you do happen to get a not-so-great pizza, what do you do? You find some dipping sauce. Some people like ranch. You throw it in some ranch, especially when you get down to the crunch, uh, to the crust, and all of a sudden it turns into like a breadstick. You dip it in ranch. Like, oh, that's a go-to. Some people like hot sauce. I had a buddy who loved putting Cholula, Cholula hot sauce on his pizza. He loved it. Cheese pizza with Cholula hot sauce. Loves it. Um, I'm a blue cheese guy. I'd much rather dip the crust in blue cheese than 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 ranch. I'm not really a big fan of ranch, but you know, every there are certain options that if you do come across, you know, a pizza that maybe isn't the best in the world, you can sort of you know manipulate it and add a couple of things. And next thing you know, you've taken that average and taken it above average. There are things that you can do. So here is my solution for people out there that come across. Because we've already established it's not realistic to call an NFL game bad because there's no such thing. But if you do come across a game that maybe isn't as good as others, I have got your dipping sauce to go ahead and fix the situation and fix the issue at hand. If you come across a game that isn't as good as the others, it's real simple. Grow up and start gambling. That's it. Be an adult. All right? Have some class. You're watching a game? It's boring to you? Nut up and start gambling on it. 
You want to make it taste better? Find something for that you can add to it that's going to that's gonna all of a sudden make you interested in it. Why do you think fantasy football is so fun? Because you could watch that game on Thursday night, and you could say, let me tell you something. Uh, I, I couldn't care less about either of these teams, but as long as Richard Rodgers uh, has one more reception, that's going to do wonders to my fantasy league. That's why. It adds to the excitement. Put some money on it. Get happy about things. Why do you care about the NCAA tournament? You can't even name one single player on Duquesne. But they're in your 14-3 matchup, and guaranteed you're all invested in Duquesne basketball. And I don't even know if Duquesne has a basketball team. If you don't like it, do something about it. If it's you're watching an NFL game this weekend and it doesn't appear that this game is uh, as good as the other games, do something about it. Be an adult. All right? Put some money on it. Open up a gambling account. There are solutions to all this. You can sit there and you can complain and bitch and moan all you want, or you can fix it. You can grab a side of ranch. You can grab some hot sauce. You can you can put something like there there are options here. You don't have to just sit here and wallow in your misery and just pound beers hoping that it'll numb the pain of the game that you're watching. I don't care what game it is. If it's one of the nationally televised games. Then if Seattle, Arizona is a bomb job and you're bored to tears and you're going, My God, I mean, we gotta sit through all of that. I mean, what what do we get? Be an adult and open up a gambling account. Start gambling. Grow up. If you're watching Monday Night Football and it's Bears-Rams and the Rams are up 40 and Nick Foles is throwing the ball like it's a turd on fire and you're thinking to yourself, this is all that we got? I mean, it's either this or Monday Night Raw. What the hell am I going to do? Grow up, grow a pair of balls, and start gambling. It's not that difficult. These are solutions, all right? I am telling you, you have options out there. You don't have to just sit there and deal with what's in front of you. Like, stop sitting there and being miserable. If you don't like these games, don't run to Twitter to bitch about it. Grow up. Start gambling. Like, I, I, just, I don't understand. Let me tell you something. I'd like to implement gambling lines on this show. Because when we have a bad show, and let me tell you something, I have bad shows all the time. How could you want to sit through a bad show? You either going to go somewhere else, or you're going to turn it off, or you're going to go to bed, or you're going to have another drink, or you're going to. But instead of all that, I would love to implement gambling lines on this show and and set them up beforehand. We could put them on on Fox Bet, on on pregame, or whatever other gambling site that's out there. I would love to put up gambling lines on this show. So at least if this show sucks, you can sit there and go, yeah, I mean, the show sucks, but you know, I, I do have money on the over-under as to how many times Jonas says ball gag during a four-hour run. Look, there are options here. Not three. Yeah. Not five. You have those options in the NFL. You don't have them on the show yet. I'm working on it. But you have those options in the NFL. 
So stop complaining. Stop crying. Do the responsible thing. If you don't like an NFL game, if an NFL game is not good, or you view this NFL game as being boring, do the responsible thing, be an adult, and start gambling. Problem solved. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, uh, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, all right, coming up next. We're going to uh, get into some things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to touch on. Normally, this is where Kevin Figures tries to get us all fired, but that'll be coming up next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, first, hey, look who it is. It is Kevin Figures. Hey, Jonas. Good to talk to you. We had hey, some, uh, Yeah, we had some uh, World Series action on Friday night. Dodgers two wins away from World Series championship, a legitimate World Series title, as Jonas Knox would tell you. Uh, they defeated the Rays 6-2 <laughs> to two in Game 3. Uh, Justin Turner had a home run. Mookie bets a couple of hits and the two more steals. Uh, no more tacos. Only one steal for a taco. Uh, Nine-hole hitter Austin Barnes for the Dodgers had an RBI sack bunt and a home run. That makes him just the second player in World Series history to accomplish that feat. Meanwhile, Walker Buehler on the mound for the Dodgers got the victory. He struck out 10 raised batters in six innings of work. Game four of the World Series will be tonight at 8 Eastern on Fox. College football, Wisconsin kicking off their football season with a dominant 45-7 victory over Illinois. Freshman quarterback Graham Mertz completed 20 of his 21 pass attempts for 248 yards and five scores. In the NFL, Tampa Bay and receiver Antonio Brown agreed to a one-year contract pending the veteran clearing COVID-19 protocols. The Saints will be without receiver Michael Thomas, who suffered a hamstring injury this week, and they will also be without receiver Emmanuel Sanders, who tested positive for COVID this week as they take on the Carolina Panthers. Jonas, back to you. Thanks, Kev. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up in uh, 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, uh, speaking of gambling, uh, the prop bet monster. All right, it is back with a vengeance back with a vengeance and we will have that for you here coming up 15 minutes from now on fox sports radio uh right now though it is time for something we do on the show and it's called this jonas you moron how could you not get to these stories you moron these are the scraps and for that we turn it over to the great and powerful voice of LA Sports Radio Kevin Figures to find out what we've missed. Kev, you're well, fired. John, well, I haven't even started yet. Jeez. You're fired. Good. <laughs> the Minnesota Viking fans will tell you right now that there's no amount of hot sauce or Cholula or ranch dressing you can put on Kirk Cousins to make him look or taste good this year because he's been awful. Quarterback okay, rating I, of 88. Kevin, yes. Kevin, I hate to interrupt. I'm, yes. And I'm really because I, I can't stand when people interrupt me, but so I apologize for this. Yes. Go-to dipping sauce for pizza is what? Oh, ranch. You're okay. fired. Have you had – okay, because there is the jalapeno ranch. I don't know if you've had that before. I can't I say that I have. Little, little Caesars, I think, did the jalapeno ranch for me. And so I was good with that, but I just – I'm more of a blue cheese guy. Okay, so that, that's my you know. I just it for whatever reason that's I, I loved ranch when I was younger, but have, have have you know gotten off that and into into blue cheese. And like I said, I had a buddy who liked Cholula or Tabasco on his on his pizza, which is you know different, but yeah. still you know edible. Whatever Not works. Bad. Yeah, and I can do the blue cheese. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. If I if I order ranch and you brought me blue cheese, I wouldn't complain and throw it back in your face. 
I'll delete it. See, if if they sent me ranch, I'd have a problem. <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, that's I'm very bougie about my blue cheese, and my ranch. I don't know why. Weird. Oh weird. no, I'm not. I'm not loyal to either. I I, I can go either way. It doesn't bother me whatsoever. Uh, now, when it comes to the Minnesota Vikings, uh, Kirk Cousins has not performed very well for them this year. 88 quarterback rating, 11 interceptions to 10 touchdowns. Worst quarterback rating in the last five years for him. But this being the bye week, normally teams will make a change at the quarterback position if they're thinking of going in a different direction. But according to Rick Spielman, the general manager, that's not going to happen. He says you have to go back and look at the big picture. I don't know exactly what that's supposed to mean, but he says coming back after the bye week, Kirk Cousins is going to be our quarterback. I expect him to play well for us in the future. I, they don't really have much of a choice, do they? I don't. Uh, do we know who the, is their backup still? Joe Webb, who's the backup quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings? No, didn't. Oh my God, I didn't even want to. Uh, God, I don't want to say this. I I got to I got to I got to check something here. It's not Dante Culpepper. I can confirm that he's not. He's not there. Okay, because I. Th- all right, I thought that – okay, and, and the reason why I had to check that is because I, I thought that something bad had happened to Joe Webb. Oh, really? Because there, there was a quarterback, um, a former Vikings quarterback that I believe passed away this offseason. Was it was it Tavares Jackson? It was Tavares Jackson. Yes, Tavares okay. Jackson tragically passed away this off season. Oh, oh, Correct. Okay, yeah. Because that's why I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to say. Oh well, no, he's. But okay, so I just wanted no. to be clear. And it looks like Sean Mannion, former Oregon State great, all right, is the backup quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. The L A Ram great, Sean right. Mannion. Yes, yeah, I remember. I remember Sean Mannion <laughs> when fans he's... were going crazy because he had like one or two decent games with the Rams in the old Jeff Fisher days. Yeah, I mean, ago. listen, that used to be a big thing on on our uh, blowtorch uh, AM five seventy. LA Sports, where you can hear Kevin Figures uh, uh, during the week with uh, Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete. You guys used to do Mannion Mondays, didn't you? Wasn't Basically. that a segment you guys did on the show? Yeah, the uh, star the star players of the Rams back in those days were Johnny Hecker, <laughs> uh, the punter, and uh, Greg the Leg Zerline, now with the That's Cowboys. True. That is true. Yeah. That, well, my God, those are some bad teams. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but the Minnesota Vikings currently one in five. Many feel they're firmly in not the lead because there have been some bad teams in the NFL early on this year, by the way. But firmly in the mix for the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes at the top of the draft. But the Vikings, as of now, not willing to punt on the season and sticking with Kirk Cousins, who, by the way, still have uh, I believe a year left on that sixty-six million dollar contract extension they gave him. <sighs> Two years God, left, excuse man. me. Two years. Yeah, it's. Um and then they trade away Yannick Ngakwe. They just they just traded for him, and they were able to get back almost exactly what they got when when what they gave up for him. Except right. you know they they got a got back a third, and they traded away a second to Jacksonville. I give them credit for acknowledging, yeah, that we're going to go ahead and wrap things up here. This is this doesn't make sense to have this guy. He's on a one year deal. He's not going to be here long term. Uh, speaking of, of Ngakwe. But this Minnesota situation is bizarre. They're they're awful, and their defense is getting worse. You know, you know, you're in a tough spot when you're entering Week Seven and you're four games out of first. Right. <laughs> like that. That is, and this is the this is the a lot of people like thought the Vikings were going to win that division. They, they thought Minnesota was for sure going to be a playoff team. That Kirk Cousins had gotten over the hump. He won that game in the postseason a year ago at New Orleans, and then to come back like this, and there's just no, there's no answers, and they're, they're losing games or they're blowing leads, and I, I don't know, and I don't know what what the plan is with Mike Zimmer. I don't. They they feel like 
there was a brief window mm-hmm. where they they could have done something, and it just they weren't able to capitalize, and so here we are, and the rebuild is on. Well, they had a good young defense a few years ago. They made that improbable run to the NFC title game with yep. Case Keenum as their quarterback, and they felt that Kirk Cousins was going to be the upgrade they needed at the quarterback position. But to your point, you know that defense aged out. They only had themselves about a two- or three-year window, and they just weren't able to get it done. So you wonder oh, if they may have to ter- tear this thing down and start over again. That doesn't necessarily mean get rid of Mike Zimmer. Uh, but just the way that it's built right now with Kirk Cousins and that offense, you might have to uh, start from the ground up. Who's the team in the NFL that you are most surprised is as bad as they are? Is it Minnesota? It will be Minnesota for me. I don't. I wouldn't say I had the highest of expectations for them, but I at least thought they would compete, compete for a wild card spot. I wouldn't think they'd be one and five at this point of the season and looking as bad as they're looking right now. Yeah, because the only other teams that are, that would come into the conversation would maybe be. Oh, geez, Houston? Yeah. Um, I thought that that was kind of falling apart at the seams with the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Um, The Chargers I'm slightly surprised by, but they've had so many injuries that there's at least a tangible reason as to why they're struggling. I'm even more surprised that that Minnesota's is as bad as they are, even more so than Dallas. Like yeah, now, now Dallas they, has a reason too. They they yeah. have they're banged up on defense. Yeah, and like each each of those teams, you can take a step back and go, oh yeah, well I guess it does kind of make sense now that we know and we see the offensive line regress in Dallas and all that. But Minnesota, I don't know anybody that thought Minnesota was going to be four games out of first seven weeks into the season. Right, and there's no they don't have any to my knowledge devastating injuries, key players that are missing the season or that have been out for an extended period of time. I know. Uh, they traded away Diggs, but Jordan Jefferson, especially the last few weeks, has performed well for well. them offensively. Yeah. So it's not like the drop-off from the receiver position is the reason why they're losing games. So it's very much a head-scratcher. It doesn't make a yeah, lot of sense to me. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, they're a bad football team. Now, you mentioned a big UFC fight this weekend. There was some boxing action, too, with uh, Javante Davis and Leo Santa Cruz. But Floyd Mayweather Jr. has an issue. Uh, an issue with boxing in general. You know, one of the big things that people laud Dana White for with the UFC, he makes fights happen, and we have one unified body where we know who the undisputed champion actually is. And this has been an issue with boxing for years. There are too many divisions, too many sanctioning bodies, and no real unification. And that's something that Floyd Mayweather said in an interview earlier this week. He says it's not good for the sport of boxing to not have one sanctioning body. And you have the WBA, WBO, IBF, WBC. The WBA has its super versions of all these belts. He says it just has a watered-down product, and the fighters are being taken advantage of by the promoters and by these sanctioning bodies. And it will be better for boxing if we had just one overarching sanctioning body so we don't have to deal with all these unification fights and all these different issues. And that's why when somebody says they're a world champion in in the UFC, it's different than it is in boxing. Because in the UFC, it's done by weight divisions, and there's one championship belt for, for weight per weight division. In at boxing, they call it the alphabet belts. Yeah, you know, you mentioned uh, WBC, uh, WBO, IBF, all all of these different, and then you know, interim, and then uh, mm-hmm. you know, North American, like all of these other belts. And and I don't know if it's that they're trying to spice up some of these fights and make it seem. It, it's just. It's always been a pet peeve of mine. Why are there so many belts? Because when you have that many belts, 
guys are less likely to want to fight each other, as he pointed out, because they're already a champ. I mean, I'm the champ. No, 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 I'm the champ. Well, I have a belt too. It just it creates this weird, weird dynamic between promoters. And we it's have, bizarre. And we have to end up waiting for all these great fights to happen because you mentioned yeah. the promoters are fighting with each other and the sanctioning bodies have to agree to things. There's so many, so much red tape to have to cut through to end up getting the fights that we want to see, and that's why they, t they take so long in boxing. And frankly, I think that's why boxing has taken a bit of a hit in popularity the last decade or so. Yeah, it, it's it's that, and it you know it's also the UFC. It's it's got a more there's there's more of um, an immediate uh, a benefit or, or an instant instant pleasure when it comes to the UFC to yeah. where the fights are shorter. Uh, they're three three rounds or five rounds. They're five minutes each. To where boxing, you know, yeah, they're only three minute rounds, but they're ten or twelve. Yeah, and, and so and so they drag out a little bit. And I, I just think people don't want to wait around. They have short attention spans, and they don't want to wait around. And so that's why boxing has sort of lost itself to a lot of people. And the UFC also strikes when the iron is hot too. So if they want yeah. to make a fight, if Khabib wants to fight Conor, we'll make it happen in, in a month. Let's do it. Agreed. Boxing, it'll take five years. Agreed. And that's those are the scraps. Good stuff. Uh, get Kevin on Twitter, at KFig1, at KFig1 on Twitter is where you can find him. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio, uh, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, back with a vengeance, the prop bet monster. Don't go anywhere. We get you set for the NFL this weekend right here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up in... And I will uh, be on the air with Bucky Brooks uh, in, I don't even know how many hours, but 4 to 8 p.m. Eastern time, 1 to 5 Pacific time. Myself, Bucky Brooks, uh, a four-hour extravaganza, all sorts of fun stuff in college football, the NFL, uh, UFC uh, over in uh, Abu Dhabi uh, between, um, uh, we've got uh, Khabib fighting Justin Gaethje, all of that stuff. So a fun show with Bucky Brooks coming up 4 to 8 p.m. Eastern time right here on Fox Sports Radio, but right now it is time for something we do on the show every single week, and it's called this. Here to feed your degenerate gambling soul, <laughs> the Prop Bet Monster. <laughs> All right, so Ryan Bershinger uh, is back with us here. Bersh, uh, do we have an update on how I did last week? Did I do yes. any? Okay, how'd I do? You went three and two. All right. Yeah. See, slowly but surely, you, starting to figure this thing out. You are, in fact, now 14 and 15 overall, so you're okay. basically 500. There's, Screw you. It would be even 30, but there was one game that didn't happen, so that's that's why it's, you know. It's okay. Oh, That's so really good. Yeah. All right. So I got a job because of that. Yeah, all right. Exactly. So then oh, what do we got this week then? Wear them out. Let's go all day. Steelers and Titans. Derrick Henry rushing yards over under 95 and a half yards. Oh, man. Pittsburgh's a really good rush defense. I'm going to take the under. Everybody's all about Derrick Henry. There are people that are throwing out the MVP conversation when it comes to Derrick Henry, but I think he's going to have a down game. Uh, I'm going to take the under of 95 and a half. Wear him out. Let's go all day. Buccaneers and Raiders. When will the first flashback of Super Bowl 37 between the Bucks and Raiders take place on the broadcast over under halftime? Oh, man. Um... Well, let's think about this. 
that would that feels like it would be something that they would do. Oh man, would this be? I'll say the first half, but I think it's going to be close to halftime. Um, second quarter for sure if I had to get specific, but I'm going to go with before halftime. I'm going to go under halftime is when they uh, when they have that first flashback. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Chiefs and Broncos. With snow expected during the game, what face covering does Andy Reid wear? Will it be his shield, a traditional mask, or the face covering that you pull up from your neck? That one's just weird. It's like a, a flexible neck brace that you just like put above your face. Yes. That one's weird. Yeah. Okay, well, let, all right, let me ask. Okay, that's good. That's nice. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. The shield, would that would, would the snow be more of a problem on the shield? It uh, feels like the snow would be more of a problem on the shield, wouldn't it? I'm sure I've I've grown up in Southern California my entire life. I don't know a thing about snow, so oh, I got nothing for um, you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go traditional mask. I, I think he's gonna realize the shield is gonna be a little bit of a problem. Visibility is gonna be difficult. I'm gonna go with the uh, traditional mask, Randy Reid. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Seahawks and Cardinals. Will there be a graphic comparing Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray's height? Yeah, of course. That that's that. What what an easy go to like that that those two guys. Every game that they play against each other in that division for the rest of time, that graphic is going to pop up. Yes, that that's an easy one. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Bears and Rams. This one on Monday night. So first, L.A. landmark shown by ESPN. Will it be the Santa Monica Pier, Randy's Donuts? <laughs> Tito's Tacos, or the liquor store right down the street from our studio where they change the prices of everything every week. Okay, no, no, there's nothing I want more than for it to be that liquor store, which, by the way, I bought a stick of deodorant at that liquor store. Sound because the I, alarm. I forgot to put deodorant on before I came to work, and I smelled <laughs> so bad. I bought a stick of Old Spice there. It didn't work at all. Um, I'm going to go with the Santa Monica Pier. They always do the Santa Monica Pier. They try and pretend like it's right next to everything. I'm going to go Santa Monica Pier on that one. That'll, that'll be my answer. All right. And all right. that is uh, this week's edition of uh, the Prop Bet Monster. Job well done by everybody. Uh, this has been a fun show. A lot going on. Four hours. Uh, a lot of excitement uh, for Chris Perfett, Ryan Bershinger, and Kevin Figures. I am Jonas Knox. We'll do it again next week. Keep it here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas, son of a bitch. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Network.